I have to send a message. I'm the Grand Lord now. This territory is mine. All belongs to me now. My name is Boba Fett. The Book of Boba Fett, now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Will you get on with it? Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys Podcast. You're listening to episode number 102. My name's Jason. Joining us tonight from Bendham to the Black Series, Vintage to Modern. He collects them all. Our good friend Ryan, also Mr. Mr. Bizey on YouTube. Hello, Ryan. I'm back, baby. <laughs> Although I haven't done it, I haven't done a video on YouTube in a little while. Been so dang busy, I just haven't gotten to it in a little bit. Mm. Also joining tonight from this week in StarWars.com, Matt Fox. Happy New Year, everybody! The best day of the year is when we record this show every year. You've had eight so, good. So, you've had you've had eight good days prior to means, this. Yes. <laughs> also joining us tonight, Emperor's Royal Guard Collector Extraordinaire Chris Moorhead. Hello, Chris. Hey, everybody. Good to be back on. Glad I can make it. I didn't know if I was going to be here on time, but I, I just made it just a few minutes before we started recording. So. All right. And last but not least, from from Forlom to Zuckus.com, Jake Stevens. Hello, Jake. I offer you my heartfelt welcome. Oh, for any for anyone that's seen Boba. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's my favorite new character, by the way. No, no spoilers, but that's my favorite new character. Yeah. Well, you'll never get a Fazbro figure of him. <laughs> you might get a Funko Pop. Oh, you might get a Funko Pop. Like next week. They Yeah, they probably already have it ready to go. It's probably going to be... Uh... Are there any more Bring Home the Bounties? Yes. Yeah, that was that... something that we got an email saying that they're going to extend the bounties through uh, starting January 4th for a few more weeks. I think through Boba. So... Mm. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. so we can pre-order more things that we won't see for another year. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay, let's start the show like always. What have you picked up recently? Ryan, what do you got? I know I wasn't on the last show, so I won't go through everything here, but uh, I have gotten some pretty cool stuff lately. Uh, I ended up uh, spending a little bit of money. Uh, I ended up getting a yak face finally um, to complete my original vintage collection. And then decided to move on and also got Kez Isbon from the Droids Collection, leaving me with only three vintage figures that are all from the Droids Collection that I need. Um, I also, uh, I, I think I mentioned before, I got in a little bit of prototypes from Dealer O'Neill, and I got this pretty cool um, Jedi Luke Skywalker. It's a 3D print from Hasbro. Um, it's a proof of concept. It wasn't supposed to be an actual figure that came out, but they were experimenting with limited articulation figures. 
um, back in about 2010, which is what we saw, like, was it 2012 or so when we started seeing those? And um, this is just kind of a proof of concept, even though it has zero articulation. Like they were just working on sculpting and how it would work in that. But I did pick up well, one of those from the Deal or No Deal group. And I did get the latest uh, Vintage Collection Wave. I actually found the whole thing at Target, found the entire case, actually. Um, I've opened one of each except for uh, poor Lobot and um, Bib Fortuna because there's only one to a case. And I only have one, and I want to keep those carded. So until I get the rest, I won't be able to open those. I should have the latest um, wave of Black Series figures with uh, with the Boba Fett and, and all that. But uh, it's been sitting in Kent for the last week. Uh, FedEx is apparently wanting to hang on to that in Kent for a week. I don't know what's going on with that. But uh, one of these days that'll show up. But uh, that's about it. There's probably other things, but I'll just go with that. All right. What about you, Matt? Um, well, it sounds like I'm in like the opposite shipping conundrum than Ryan. I've got the latest Black Series case, but my vintage collection is waiting in shipping limbo. So together we got everything. But uh, yeah, so I've got those uh, Black Series figures. The only one of the new vintage collection I found was like a quill hanging on the pegs by himself at a Target. Um, I got the uh, Stormtrooper Troop Builder Pack, uh, the Leia on Power of the Force card, Black Series, uh, both of those from Pulse, and, um, oh, the, uh, from, I guess, GameStop, was it GameStop who had the Armorer Carbonized collect, uh, Credit Collection? Yeah, it was GameStop. That's GameStop. So got that. Uh, the Revan Archive Collection and um, whatever, the, the Clone Trooper from that wave. So I got a lot of partial waves, but, um, you know, just random things showing up. Uh, some of those, uh, Chirrut Mway and Bodie Rook and Jen from the new Rogue One resculpts and face paints. Uh, but only those. Uh, so, you know, random little things here and there. So, but, you know, end of the year, you know, they, you know, when you don't want packages for yourself to show up because it seems inappropriate every day, there's like five packages. So. I know that feeling. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's been my week this week. All pat like a lot of packages from Entertainment Earth. Um, I haven't even really looked through everything yet, but feeling a little bit odd getting all of these gifts that i bought for myself clearly but it's like a they year all, and a half it, ago yeah it's like they all decide they like said hey it's the week of christmas let's ship everything out well uh, that's the thing they <laughs> retailers lit some fires and said get those containers yeah empty before christmas yeah i mean yeah so okay uh chris what about you what have you picked up recently yeah, I had the good luck of running into a Lobot and a Quill from the Vintage Collection. Grab those. Um, I haven't opened those yet because I always wait till I have two before, so I can pick the better card for keeping one carded. But uh, I've got those in hand. I've got two of the Stormtrooper four packs, which are really cool, and I got a Royal Guard rug made by one of the uh, members of the Sarlacc group in our Secret Santa exchange this year. Cool. Jake, what about you? What have you picked up recently? 
Well, I am in just two hours ago. I flew in from Batu in Galaxy's Edge Disneyland. So I was expecting to bring home a bunch, but uh, unfortunately I didn't find uh, the droids. They did not have the droids I was looking for. Um, but Santa did bring the uh, Razor Crest uh, in Mission Fleet form. Um, we were all hoping for a different one, but uh, he did bring that one. Um, I, in Galaxy's Edge, I finally, I've been thinking about the last couple of times I went, I finally picked up the Puffer Pig. I think it's in scale to a 12 inch. I'm going to size it up later, but they have a Puffer Pig that you even like uh, squeeze and it you know, <laughs> has a weird sound that he kind of makes in the show. Um, I got the Mando Handbook uh, for Christmas. Uh, let's see. Uh, in Galaxy's Edge, I uh, decided, uh, well, my boy wanted to build a saber. It's just him and I that went. And he said he wanted to do it with me, though. I'm like, great, I'll go in with you, of course. You know, and he, he goes, no, I want you to build one. And I was like, oh, I have lots of sabers. I don't need to have, you know, another one. And, you know, they're not cheap necessarily. But anyway, he's like, no, Dad, I really want. And the wife was like, you're going, go build one. I'm like, fine. I'm in there. I'm halfway through the experience. All of a sudden, I start getting choked up and emotional about it just because the way they do it. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone who doesn't, but just my boy and I making savers there and her going through the speech and the music and everything. It was uh, unexpected, but it was a lot of fun. So I now have a uh, Galaxy's Edge custom saber. Um, let's see what else um, I picked up from Funky McClunky, which is a awesome name of a customizer online. And he is making prototype uh, 3D prints. Uh, actually, well, not even 3D prints. I mean, they're, they're figures. They're just unpainted of uh, Kenner's version of Yarna. So the concept for Yarna, mm. um, I picked that one up and it's even got the removable clothing like they wanted to do with her. You know, they had two sculpted versions and uh, it looks amazing. It's not painted, but it's perfect in my mind. It's awesome. So kind of ticking off those Kenner, you know, could have been made, should have been made figures um, like you guys. I got the Stormtrooper pack and uh, also since last show, I believe it was since last show. My vintage collection archive book did show up, and so I've been spending a lot of time. I've been trying not to blast through it. I kind of do a couple pages a day. Uh, it's a great book. So looking forward to everyone else getting some. Glad to hear it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I was backer 25, which is why I got it so early. You know, there's people who contributed to the book don't even have it yet. So some of the uh, the fantastic photographers on there, like my buddy Justin, uh, Jason Yang, who is a work more or less. Uh, he doesn't even have one yet. And he's got art featured in it. So um, they really did go with those who backed it in order. So that's why I have mine. So okay. that's uh that, that, that's it for now, I think. Mm -hmm. Oh, the newest I got, I picked up last thing was the souvenir edition of um, Star Wars Insider is out. They always do a yearly version. And this year they reprinted the article that I helped Gus Lopez with on Canada. Oh, that's cool. So, that's cool. yeah. So I had to pick that one up just to have another in print copy. I but. still get the Insider and I don't read it. So I feel bad. Like, why? <laughs> I should uh, really be reading it, right? Honestly. I pick I'm paying it up, for it. I, right? 
I don't pay for it anymore. I used to, but I honestly, I you pick steal it, up, it. I steal them. No, no. I flip through it to see if there's any action figure articles. Uh-huh. And it used to be a common thing. Like every issue. Yeah. Had they're usually, a, they're, they're usually or, like one page of something we knew about like six months ago. Yeah. That have just, a store and stuff for sale. Yeah, that have no. sand suites column that yeah. have all sorts of stuff. Now. Yeah. It's junk. But I but can't. I I've tried. I've tried to like not get it. You know, like stop subscribing. But then I just buy it at the store. It's like I can't. It's a, it's a problem. I just can't stop. I I don't. I I got to keep getting them. And I well, and I, I would lo- buy it. There's only one place that carries it now is Barnes and Noble. That's near. Mm. That's not near me. It the, used to be Safeway, and I would grab it every time I went to Safeway. And now Safeway doesn't have it anymore, and so I don't see it ever by me the grocery store chain meyer um mm-hmm. which is midwest fred meyer it's not fred, not meyer. fred meyer. no it's not Fred it's meyer. similar it's, it's similar it's, it's similar similar yeah. similar to fred meyer but just called meyer it's spelled a little different they still carry the insider so there you go um for me i got for christmas two detolf cases they're not here yet. They're or they're on back order or something. I don't know, but I've got two, so I'm looking forward to getting them. I've never put one together. I hear it's a pain. Is that true, Ryan? You've got some, right? It's not. They're not that bad. Not I've, that I've bad. What? I've got seven in here, and mm-hmm. I mean, as long as you give yourself enough space to put them together, they're really not bad. Okay. There's a lot worse at IKEA than Deadlock. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. So. Got two of those. Um, I got a the latest wave of the vintage collection, which I haven't had a, enough time to really look through yet. But I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I got the Bodie Brook figure, the six inch black series Bodie Brook, and some other things I can't think of right now. But um, yeah. So. Next on the agenda, let's just – I wanted to give everybody – get everyone's quick thoughts on The Book of Boba Fett without any spoilers because the show's coming out. Some people may not have seen the first episode yet. I don't want to spoil it on this show. So just uh, first, you know, your impression of it. Um, Ryan, I'll go back to you. What are your uh, What were your impressions of the first episode? I was just blown away. I could not believe that they decided that this whole thing is Boba Fett's like weird Sarlacc dream and he actually dies. No, I'm totally kidding. Um, had to put that out there. Uh, no, I I enjoyed it. Um, gosh, it's hard to give my full thoughts without spoiling anything. Um, the Next timeline episode. is weird. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> it's um, there. The, it, it was fun. Like I totally enjoyed watching it, and I, I just I wanted something a little bit different that we didn't get, which I know is going to come, but you know, it's still, it's been cool. Yeah. We, we've learned a lot. Um, and there's a ton of figures that we probably won't see from Hasbro for two years, if ever. So, yeah, uh, I wasn't, but, I was, I wasn't expecting Dengar to get killed in the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just gave Dengar Dan a uh, heart attack. And, and it was totally interesting just, that they went back to that old EU just, idea where Dengar rescues Boba Fett from the Sarlacc too. But yeah. Yeah. Didn't he also get with uh, Yarna in that one? <laughs> I'm pretty Dengar? sure. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure so he hooks up with Yarn. Everyone Dengar knows. and Yarnik could be brother and sister. Everyone knows I'm kidding about Dengar because wasn't he in Rise of Skywalker? Is like, didn't he like evolve oh, into yeah. a different? What? Yeah. No, yeah. that's that right. Yeah. looking skinny dude. Yeah, he evolved into something else, and he's still alive. And like, I think it's Rise. Of, is it Rise of Skywalker or or what? Or the and last he's Jedi. in the John Williams group, isn't it? Yeah. Or was, yeah. Yeah. Dengar. Yes. Yeah. It's canon. It's, it's canon. It's canon. It's <laughs> it's canon. What? We're, we're blowing mess <laughs> right now. First, I got to go. I got first, watch that movie. First, Matt didn't know that there was a fake Mace Windu. Now he didn't realize that Dengar was in. That's not a fake Mace Windu. <laughs> and there's a fake wedge too. Did you know That's that? Some rando. Did you know there's a fake wedge? I knew fake wedge. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, I Dengar. Didn't know it was supposed to be wedge. It's a very convoluted story, but somehow Dengar evolved into some some. He had some work done or something, right? That's some kind of surgery. Crap. No, it's, it's, some it's bad canon. Work it's, done. it's canon. It's canon. It's uh, canon. Yeah. So Dengar, you know, did not die. Actually, he's not even in the episode. Or is he? I don't know. Matt, what were your impressions of the show? Not at all what I expected. Um... I'm interested to see where it's going to go. I'm certain. I mean, I know there seem to be a lot of people who've like already like given up on it or mm-hmm. are very negative about it. And, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't think, you know, I think it's, I put it, I still have total confidence in Favreau and that the, the crew who would, you know, seem to be in charge of it. So, you know, so that being said, you know, it's great. You know, I'm, if it turns out to be different, then, you know, mm-hmm. I'm happy with that. You know, I don't want it just to be. I had always thought, and I mentioned this, you know, to some people, maybe I've even said it on the show. I always sort of thought that when they made The Mandalorian, it was sort of like they came to some conclusion. It's like, well, we can't make a Boba Fett show, so let's make a Boba Fett show with some other Mandalorian. And, you know, he can just fill in for Boba Fett. And now we actually have a Boba Fett show, and I'm glad they're not just redoing The Mandalorian, but with Boba Fett in it, or at least not yet. Yeah. So, you know, I figure, you know, they they know where they're going, and I'm, you know, all this stuff could turn out to be, you know, have real big payoffs about, you know, episodes four and five when it starts, you know, weaving together. So I look forward to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought last year that what was going to what when the Razor Crest got destroyed and Boba Fett showed up, what I thought was going to happen was that somehow Boba Fett was going to die. And Din was going to take his armor um, because he was going to lose his armor somehow. And then since he didn't have a ship, he was going to use the slave one and he would be Boba Fett. I thought that I thought they were going to do something like that. But no. Hmm. Well, well. I'm not saying that was a good idea. That's just what I thought was going to happen. Chris, what were your uh, initial impression? What's your initial impression of the show? Um, it's okay so far. Um, I- I'm not loving it, but I'm also not disliking it by any means. I have some characterization issues, but we'll see how that settles itself out. Um, 
No, I I have no problem with what they did. Uh, enjoyed watching it. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm trying to rank it like with season one. Or, well, I I don't know. I don't have enough data points to to come up with a good um, review of it yet. So I, it requires more information. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. My my initial thoughts were I enjoyed it. Um, it se- it didn't seem quite as tight as the Mandalorian first episode. It seemed something seemed a little sloppy about it. Something can't put my finger on it. But that being said, I've watched it I think three or four times now, so I'm getting stuff out of it. It didn't energize me the way the first episode of the Mandalorian did, but you know. I think I think it's gonna I think it's gonna ramp up. You know that's that's the exact same thing I thought too. It's a, it didn't pull me the same way the first episode of Mando did. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things is Mando is an all new character to us, and so we're open to whatever happens. That's Mando's story. Whereas yeah. we already have so many stories with Boba Fett, both canon and non canon, right? And we have all the things that we you know, think and hope should happen with Boba because we grew mm-hmm. up with him. He's ours, whereas Mando isn't ours necessarily. Yeah. When, well, yeah, when you so. watch that first episode of Mando, before Grogu shows up, before all that, he's just doing the bounty hunter stuff, not saying a lot. Mm-hmm. You sort of thought that's how you always thought Boba Fett was going to be. You're yeah. exactly right. You're exactly right. Um, yeah, and I agree with you guys had mentioned – Tem's performance seems a little bit uneven at times to me, you know, not. And I don't know if that's from an acting perspective or from a Boba Fett perspective, because this guy says like eight words, you know, in the original trilogy or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. And so he, you know, and he's barely in the prequels. And so, you know, the most we've seen from him is lately in Mando. So I don't know. He, he is a little uneven, I would say, in person, having interviewed him on stage. It kind of matches what I know with him. But um, but the quality of the show is also a little uneven for me. There's parts that feel super cinematic, unbelievably. Like I'm like, it could be a film. There's other parts that feel like Spy Kids, Robert Rodriguez's green screen series, you know. So it does feel like, you know, some parts were really painstakingly carefully made. Other parts were thrown in the volume with some sand at your feet, you know. So, yeah. I think that I think the storytelling aspect, which they're going for, which you know some people have mentioned is kind of uh, Arrow esque, like the TV show Arrow, is unusual and for Star Wars, and it'll be interesting to see if that continues throughout the entire series. So. Um, yeah, the way that they're kind of revealing things, I'm I'm hoping will make more sense. Right now, the first episode hurts my head cannon for what <laughs> we know about, you know, characters being alive or dead and right. people, you know, all those all those questions. There's a lot of confusion, you know, about <laughs> things for me. You know, what generally makes me like the movies and TV shows more is when we actually have uh, action figures of what we're watching. Yes. Like, yes. No, you're exactly right. Give me some toys of this stuff. Then I'll enjoy it more, I think. I do. A hundred percent. I have found that. And I don't know who we need to tell at Lucasfilm or Disney or Hasbro that in order to keep us totally engaged, like if they put out four preview figures 
We oh, would have spent the whole first episode like trying to figure out where our preview figures appeared yep. in and what was their story and what was their connection to the protagonist or the antagonist. I right. mean, it is like they don't understand the power of like us who grew up with, you know, collecting these figures and, and playing out the stories. We want to see them in in figure form and want to appreciate them that yeah. way. And, and that's just not possible. I, I mean, would have I would have taken them to work. I would have taken them to work right. this week and, told, and right. I wouldn't care what people said. I'd be like, yeah, we'll watch the show. You might buy some of these, too. <laughs> you remember that's, that's the thing with You know, when that when these figures come out in 2023, we'll all buy them. You know, yeah. people listening to this podcast will buy them. But right. it's somebody who just randomly tuned the show on, you know, over the break and goes to Walmart or Target and wants to buy some figures. If they're lucky, they'll find Frenic Shan. Very yeah. lucky. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. I, you know, I, I mean, was in. But when, when WandaVision is on and, you know, Cat, uh, the, the Hawkeye America. and yeah. Winter Soldier, not Hawkeye, uh, Falcon. Falcon. You're getting Falcon shows that we're not getting there, Matt. What? You're getting shows that we're we haven't seen yet. Yeah. Hawkeye yeah, yeah. and Winter Soldier. <laughs> I watched that though. <laughs> but those those figures were out. Yes. Mm-hmm. The shop. No, you're 100 well, percent right. What 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 this is. So it's got to be Lucasfilm, right? Because Hasbro's willing to do it. Disney's not stopping. It, it has Marvel. to be Lucasfilm. Yes. It well, you remember remember two years ago we had the Mando figure before the show started. Like the first Mandalorian Black Series figure. Yeah. And uh, one of the coolest things that happened is when we first saw uh, Paz Vizsla in the show, what was it? Like the next day they had the pre-order up for that or it shipped yeah. or something like that. Like it was the perfect synergy. Like we were introduced to this this uh, this character and immediately the figure went up for pre-order and we had it not long after that. Um, and it, ever since then, yeah, it's been – like how many figures have we gotten even from season two of, of Mandalorian? It's like it's not very much. We're still waiting for them. Mm-hmm. Well, I, we've gotten uh, Bo-Katan and um, the other gal was with her. I can't remember her name right now. Uh, Costco Reeves. Mm-hmm. Um, and what is it? One of the Grief Cargas is uh, a, a season two version. The Vintage Collection. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's about it. Um, and it's like Boba Fett. Yeah, I mean, we, we've we seen him for over a year. It seems, some, seems like a... Sorry, my son's here. Um, it seems like a no-brainer that that, uh, that Boba Fett in his armor, in his new armor, should be out already. And it's like, we just pre-ordered that, and that's not coming out till like, next winter. It's crazy that yeah. it's still, like, another year away. And, and that, that, that figure should be out right now. I, I don't understand that at all. But they saw that figure a year ago. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I was in Disney... Galaxy's Edge. Spent two days in Galaxy's Edge. I went to Star Traders outside of Star Tours. I went to the new Star Wars trading outpost in downtown Disney, which used to be Rainforest Cafe and is now a complete Star Wars store. In all of those places, I found one Book of Boba Fett toy. And it was the Disney Parks version of Slave One, which is now called Boba Fett Spaceship. Um, and it was the exact same toy they've released in the exact same packaging. And they put a little Book of Boba logo over the source where it originally said Empire Strikes Back. That was the only toy you could possibly buy right now. Otherwise, you can get some pins, you can get a backpack and a couple T-shirts and sweatshirt. That's it. Yeah. Mm. And the irony that- is 
Lucasfilm used to be like the king of flooding the zone. Right? Yes. When, mm-hmm. when the media came out. You know? They knew about the synergy, the synergy between the merchandise and the entertainment. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. I mean, yeah. look at look at the. Um, I know we talked about it last time, but look at the Proton Pack. The synergy with having a movie out and then bringing out this amazing Kickstarter at the exact same time, right? It's just yeah. you know, they 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 have lost that ability to pre-plan for the media that's coming out. I mean, but it's going to be season two. If or when we even get a vintage collection uh, Bad Batch, because that doesn't exist. Like Bad Batch figures no. of the main team, they don't even exist in, in the vintage color scale. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there, there's something sorely lacking here. Well, we should without, have the shuttle. We should have all sorts of things from Bad Batch. Without giving any spoilers, you know. There's a specific figure that Hasbro put out recently that they could do a quick repaint on and have a brand new season one Book of Boba Fett figure out. I would think super fast, but we'll see if that actually happens. They should have had. A, they should have had. Come, a big, I don't know what you're talking about. They should have had a Boba Fett Friday Midnight yes. Madness. I would have went. I would have put Absolutely. my. I would have braved. I know there's a pandemic. I would have. Whatever, masked, whatever, masked up and got myself there. I would have bought every single thing, or just put it all online. I would have bought it that way too. Not as, not quite it's as fun. Sales. They didn't care that we all went to see Spider Man in the theater. Yeah. So uh, Spider Man made a billion dollars in a week. Yeah. Right. So are... Disney obviously doesn't care about like crowds. So we, you know, give us a fat <laughs> Friday. Give us. Right? Uh, I was we in Disneyland. Put our li- we will put our lives in danger to go. There was to so fat many Friday. people. In Disneyland, the last couple of days, you wouldn't. Yeah, it was insane. People are definitely either they're just living their life and they don't care, or they're vaxxed and they feel invulnerable. So, do it. <laughs> All right. My impre- did I give my impression? Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, it's been a long week. Okay. Okay, on to the main course. Our annual best and worst Star Wars toys show. This is the best and worst Star Wars toys of the year 2021. This is the ninth year we've done this, if you can believe it. Um, I don't even know what we were talking about nine years ago. Uh, I, I couldn't even tell you. quarter inch black series and black series? Well, no, episode one. It was, in 3D. Yeah, that well, that was the year before. That was 2012. Oh, it was oh, a weird yeah, time anyway. when we started the show. They started the, we, yeah. they started the show right around the time they announced the Black Series Black was coming. Series. Yeah, and we were supposed to get that new Droid Builder series, and then it didn't happen. Oh uh, yeah, showed yeah. up at Go Calendar or whatever, or what like years later. Yeah. But yeah, and, yeah, I should have so, bought all those. Those were I should have too. I, I those I were twenty. That. There were over twenty bucks a figure. Who yeah. who knew that was a basic figure in twenty twenty one? But <laughs> yeah, if you could find them, right? No, I saw most of them, but I was like, ah, I can't buy all of these. It was like hundreds of dollars to get all of them. They yeah. were then there was no Go Calendar anywhere near me. Um, of course, now I look back then, it's like I had easy transportation and not kids to to watch. I could have gone and done it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. So, let me pull up the list. 
We'll start with the easy one. I mean, the hard one. (laughs) (laughs) Worst. Category one. Worst non-Hasbro Star Wars figure of 2021. Ryan, starting with you. I, I, the worst fig, the worst stuff that's not Hasbro is always the hardest one because it's like you have to find usually you have to find something that you didn't buy so you can't like walk into your collection mm-hmm. and look around and, and trying to figure it out and I literally went to Amazon today and just searched through the Star Wars toy category and I finally found something I was like yeah I've seen this in stores yeah I didn't like this so the worst non Hasbro figure if you want to call this a figure I'm going to. Uh, you may have seen these in the stores. It's the World Tech Toys, the Child UFO Helicopter. It's what like a little drone. It, I have not like seen a, that. It's a drone type of thing that's uh, Grogu in the pram, and it has like a double helicopter blade above it, so you can fly him, you know, 50 feet in the air because Grogu would totally do that. Uh, I don't know. I, I I understand the pram floats, but like it, I. I it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And it's just, I tried to think of something that I know, I know a lot of people are going to have Grogu stuff because we've had Grogu coming out of our ears this year. Um, but uh, I tried to think of something that was a little different, but when I saw this at the store, I was like, at first I was like, Ooh, cool. A star Wars, uh, drone. And then I saw, I was like, Ooh, yeah, that's kind of lame. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'll go with that because okay. that's what I could come up with. Seems valid to me. I've not seen it, but sounds interesting. If nothing else, <laughs> <laughs> I'll um, stick to my speeder bike drone. I like that a lot better. But yeah, Matt, what was the worst non-Hasbro Star Wars figure this year? Yeah, I had trouble with this one too, like uh, Ryan, because just there's not as much as there used to be. Um, so you know, I looked at like Lego stuff, thinking you know because they used to have those bad action figure sort of things there, or you know, not the mini figures, but the the bigger whatever they called those things. They weren't any good. Um, I'm just, I mean, Disney would have those, whatever, die cast things like the two inch scale stuff that, but I mean, I'm going to go with, uh, the diamond select. Uh, I don't like that line too much. Uh, the, you know, the Disney ex- exclusives. And I, I guess what we were talking about that before and the stormtroopers, the only one that came out this year, the, the, the Fett and the Vader came out last year. So, yeah, I'll go with that. And it's sort of not because I hate it. It's just because, you know, it's, you know, it's the worst of not a lot to choose from. All right. Chris, what was the worst non-Hasbro Star Wars figure this year? Okay, well, as a Royal Guard collector and a three and three inch quarter, three and three quarter inch collector, I just tune out everything else I see in the toy aisle. Um, like Ryan says, you know, we don't have it to look at. We don't really think about it. So if this is an incredibly difficult category, uh, especially for me, I mean, some of you other guys like collect are just are, are toy collectors and you're more present in what's going on in the toy aisle. Uh, you know, if it's not on the three and three quarter inch peg, I don't even care. And, um, so the one thing that does still get under my skin, I'm sure everyone can probably predict this, the second you walk into a Walmart or whatever store, there's rows and rows and rows of Grogu. And I don't care which one it is, who made it, 
I am sick of seeing him everywhere. He is not all that Star Wars is. And right now, in the retail aisle, he is Star Wars. And nothing else is. So, You have no heart. Yes, I have no heart. I like Grogu. They're, they're just sucking the fun out of him, though. So, all poor right. Grogu. <laughs> Jake, what was the worst non-Hasbro Star Wars figure this year. Oh, man. You know, again, it's it's a... There wasn't as many action figure, like, main action figure non-Hasbro lines this year as there, I think, have been in the past. So, um, you know, I think I asked if uh, Funko Pops could qualify as action figures. I think so. And, and so, I mean... If, if we're going that route, I'm not a fan of just like, you know, we, we know we're getting fatigued on repaints and things that Hasbro's done, but they clearly are looking at uh, Funko for guidance on a lot of that stuff because Funko is the repaint masters of, you know, even getting, you know, random artists who aren't associated with the brand to just kind of scribble on top of pops and throw paint at them and, you know, you have the Fatura stuff and there's just all these just different, like makes no sense whatsoever. Just trying to reuse that mold a thousand times over. I would probably I'd probably go with that. Just the just the insane amount of repaints and all silver, all gold, all black, all scribble, all whatever that uh, Funko just continues to put out. But which one? Which one's the worst? <laughs> Which one's the worst? Well, yeah. I'm looking at a C3 bill right here. It looks like someone just took a black paintbrush and kind of flicked it at him a hundred times. So, uh, you know, it's not even like weathered or deco. It's just, mm-hmm. it's meant to be just a dirty <laughs> 3PO paint <laughs> splashed. It's just that there's just no sense to it, right? And it's not even, it's not necessarily. A design is just literally random dots on him. So I'm just going to go with that one because right. you know, it's $14 here. You got to spend. And here's one with Vader with white circles all over his body. And it's a Target <laughs> exclusive, right? I mean, just what what's the point other than, you know, just killing the completists? Yeah, it's pretty much what you're doing with these. All right, Jake, I'm kind of going along with you. My least favorite, worst figure, non-Hasbro of the year is going to be the Funko Pop Omega from the Bad Batch. Not necessarily because I think it's such a horrible looking pop, but I'm just bitter. I'm old and bitter that there's an <laughs> Omega Funko Pop, but there's there's no Hasbro fun, uh, Omega to be found. I know she's in Not the pipe. Yet. She's in the pipeline yeah. or something. So we're looking at what 2023, 2024, I don't know. Um I'm just yeah. I'm mad. That's like that was like the main character. I mean, I know it wasn't like there were I mean, it was a it was a, you know, a, a whole crew that was kind of the main character, but she was like the centerpiece of the show. Oh yeah, for and sure. And there's she... and and there's no figure. And so there's no mission I'm just, fleet. I'm just there's mad no at Hasbro, so I'm yeah. taking it out on Funko. That doesn't make much sense, but there's my... No, yeah, I, I agree with you, because I'm sitting here staring, and have been staring for a long time, 
at the Ronin and the B556, the, 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 the droid with the uh, samurai hat on from that Vision series. And these mm. figures look so cool, but, you know, pops aren't my thing. And I'm just, again, bitter that we don't have any representation in the Hasbro line from yeah. Visions. So, Isn't that a Star Wars collector thing, though, to get mad at somebody else so you take yeah. it out on somebody else? And right. So, yeah. And that's, that's what, what I'm do doing. Collectors, right? yeah, so. I'm not going to take out my anger on Hasbro. I'll take it out on Funko. Yeah. yeah. Why would we want to take Curse it out you, Funko. Well, the, the steam that Funko will feel from that bad review is just, it's going to kill them. Everyone's going to go online. I want to look at that. Oh, yeah, I'll buy that. I need an Omega <laughs> on my desk. Yeah. Okay. Happier thoughts. Best non-Hasbro Star Wars figure of 2021. Back to you, Ryan. I had to think about this one and, and look up when stuff came out. Um, I, for some reason, I thought the Diamond Select Fett and Darth Maul came out this year, but they were last year. Um, and so I went to my usual go-to for best, which is Hot Toys. And um, I've actually bought a lot of Hot Toys this year, more than I usually would. And I was like, okay, so one of these has to be it. And ultimately, looking at it, I, 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 I end up going with the, the Hot Toys uh, Empire Strikes Back Darth Vader. Um, it was a special edition set that came in kind of a vintage retro packaging. Um, it has like the racetrack around on the box and all that, even though I don't have the box displayed. But he comes with um, like a big base that's the the end part of where he faces off with Luke in, in Empire Strikes Back on Cloud City. And it, things light up. It's a, just a beautiful looking figure. I'm looking at it right now. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go with that. So it's the... I think they considered a 40th anniversary figure but uh, for Empire, but it did come out this year. So Hot Toys, uh, 40th anniversary, Empire Strikes Back, Darth Vader. I'm going with that. Okay. Matt, what was the best non-Hasbro Star Wars figure this year? Ryan, those came out this year? That FET? I mean, the FET and the Vader, the 40th anniversary? The, the yes, point? they did. I, I had okay. to go back and look it up as to when I got it. Um, fortunately, it's part of the great thing of my reviews, as I can see when I did the review. Uh, mm-hmm. And that Vader did come this year. So Okay. Yeah, I was wondering about those, because I really like that FET. That FET uh, is cool. I kind of wish I'd gotten that, but yeah. And if the FET came out this year, that, that might be my favorite. Um, I've got two at each end of the price spectrum, like... Uh, Ryan, I went to uh, Hot Toys uh, and thinking that that FET had come out last year. I was going to go with the armor uh, from Mandalorian. Uh, it's good. There's a lot of detail. Hot Toys can get that sort of stuff right. You know, soft goods where it needs to be soft goods and uh, just tremendous detail. It's 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 a it's a really great figure. I'm just trying to get the Mandalorian figures from there, but that. You know, there's a lot of, you know, Hot Toys can get the Mandalorian toys out. I mean, if we want to keep complaining about that, you know, if if you can get these super detailed 12-inch things out in, in quicker than Hasbro can pump out a three and three-quarter inch, that's a sad testament. You know, so I, that's I found one an online them. checklist for Hot Toys today, and I could not believe how many Mando figures it does. It's like far more than any other movie or any other property of Star Wars. Mandalorian yeah. has the, the most Hot Toys done. I'm like, Wow. Yeah, no, they're doing a great job, unfortunately, because they're pricey. Um, and at the other end of the spectrum, uh, and I know that we'll probably, well, I thought Jason was going to pick these for the worst, but um, the Disney toy box figures, um, I like those. Uh, 
They could have an honorary mention from me. I don't like those figures at all. For the worst. Yeah, I don't like them. I, I right. think they look weird sitting in their ships with their bodies out. Yeah, I, I don't like I, the ones with the ships. I, I grant you that. Yeah. Uh, they look weird there. But they, I mean, they're definitely, at least the early ones, they were like inspired by that Disney video game, I, whatever I don't that like, was called. I don't really like video games either, so. Okay, well. So there's there you, me. <laughs> but, um, you know, I just, you know, I sort of like the, the style of them. The, they had a Mandalorian and Grogu two-pack this year. Uh, and I like the way the Mandalorian looked. Um, and again, you know, it's a season two Mandalorian or, you know, late season one Mandalorian that we got before uh, other companies, which shall remain nameless. So, um, you know, either one of those um, I did enjoy, um, considering I don't get a whole lot of non-Hasbro action figures. Chris, what was the best non-Hasbro Star Wars toy this year? I thought I was in trouble on this one, too, but then I remembered I was given something for my birthday, which I received in February, and I'm pretty sure they all shipped in February. But it is my Sideshow Collectibles quarter-scale Royal Guard, which is just beautiful. And, um, yeah, I'm super, super happy to have it in my collection. I didn't think I was going to get one because they are pricey little buggers. But all my my folks, my in-laws, and my wife pulled together and chipped in to get that for me for my birthday, and I I really enjoy it. So yes, the Sideshow Collectibles Quarter Scale Royal Guard. All right, Jake, what about you? All right, so it's technically not Hasbro, <laughs> and. Uh... I am going with the brand new Mandalorian Disney Parks Droid Factory Gondola Droid that oh, just yeah. showed up in parks. It's uh, I believe it's MA13 is the uh, droid who is the uh, Gondola Droid, and uh, it just is something that I've wanted since the second that uh that debuted in the series over a year ago and um yeah it's got tons of articulation way more than the normal uh disney park droid lines actually uh normally provide so and it comes with the big long uh you know paddle gondola stick and so that is my vote i already have two uh purchased so that's where i'm going <laughs> okay and for me, I'm going to really bend the rule on this, and it probably wouldn't count if it, any of you said this, but since I'm editing the show, I'll keep it in. I'm going with the Hallmark Book of Boba Fett ornament where he's sitting on the throne. Maybe not technically an action figure because it doesn't move, but it looks like one, and it's almost in scale with the uh, Hasbro figures. So I'm going with that. Bold. Bold move. <laughs> <laughs> You can pretend it. You can pretend it's an app. Next category. Worst non-action figure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Worst <laughs> non-action figure Star Wars toy. Um, Ryan, to you. Um, once again, you have to go through and look for things that you don't have. And I really thought about, you know, I could have gone with, you know, the those 
bounty things or whatever, all those Grogu's that Hasbro's been putting out. I, I guess you could call them action figures or not, whatever way you want to go. But I went a different route for something that nobody ever asked for. They're always sitting there whenever you go into the store. I will admit I bought one, but um, those character lightsabers where, like, the lightsaber hilt it looks like the character with the head on the top of it. And since I have to select one, I went with a Mandalorian because of all the ones I've seen there. He makes absolutely no sense to have a lightsaber. I mean, yeah, okay, the dark saber, but I, I don't think it's even like a black blade. If, I, I don't know. I really haven't looked at it. Um, but you know, they've done all these different characters. I did buy the Darth Vader one, but uh, I was like, the no, these are stupid. These character lightsabers are dumb. Uh, so uh, to pick one, I'll go with the Mandalorian character lightsaber from Hasbro. Weren't those called the Scream Sabers? No, these aren't the, Scream Sabers. Oh, the Scream Saber was one right. that you recorded in. These That's are right. Scream Sabers are cool. <laughs> yeah, the Scream Sabers blast, especially with kids. Uh, my, my my boys love it, but uh, yeah, the, no, the, these are just like those cheap plastic ones that are like ten bucks, and the blade just pops out. There's no sound, no lights or anything, but the hilt is made to look like a character in the movie rather than actually a hilt. It's very odd. Yeah, those are kind of odd. <laughs> Uh, Matt, what was the worst non-action figure Star Wars toy this year? I'm sorry, I'm just stunned by this picture that uh, that Ryan sent of Dengar. Oh, from Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay, I remember him from the movie. I just didn't. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, worst action non whatever. Uh, I'm going with those little Grogu things. Um, they just seem to, you know, I don't, what are they called, Jake? The bounty collection. Yeah. The bounty collection. Just, you know, yeah, they're not my thing. Uh, I wish they weren't there cause they clog up the pegs. Uh, so it doesn't seem like they necessarily, other people want them either. So, um, yeah, did that's, you, did, you know, did you I guys got, ever see the holiday ones? I never could find them. I never looked. Hmm. There was three holiday ones. I don't know what I, I saw them, and they were in the holiday section at Target. Yeah, you told me that, so I went and checked mine. And I never bought dice. them. <laughs> I'm going to have to hunt them down in the second market, I guess. <laughs> I'm the audience, I guess, for those ones. Chris, what was the worst non-action figure Star Wars toy this year? <laughs> Oh man! Again, I, you're you're putting me in that same spot again, and it, it's it's something that has Grogu on it. I I don't know what it is. I don't know where I saw it, but <laughs> I, I tried to put it out of my mind as probably as fast as I ever. The hand sanitizer, maybe. Oh god! <laughs> it's just like at least Commando. How about the the, the the ginormous Costco-sized Grogu pillows that every other person in their cart was buying? And <laughs> good for Lucasfilm, good for Disney, they're making money on it, but my God, it, there's other stuff to Star Wars. And, I mean, believe me, I would be annoyed if Royal Guards were everywhere like Grogu is. A, because I don't want to have to collect that much crap. <laughs> But B, I don't want people to like just get sick of it because you know that saturation point's coming at some point. And uh, well, here's yeah, the deal: he 
he might be out of media for a while, so they have to milk it. I'll fight my darkened heart. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's a cash cow. They're going to bring him back into something. I'm surprised he doesn't have an animated series or something. Yeah, like uh, the the, uh, (laughs) Grogu at the Academy. There it is. You just did it. You just put it out there. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Chris. You have no heart. Uh, Jake. Oh, man, I struggled on this one. I struggled because, you know, with like we said, there being kind of, you know, without movies and movies are the things that really spur on lots of toy growth. um, We're left to kind of the old, uh, you know, the the old things that we normally have in a non-movie year. Um, and so, yeah, I really struggled for something that was just horrible outside of Grogu's. Um, yes, they are saturated. I do agree. Um, but, uh, I went with something that I collect, but, um, <laughs> just irritated about they, 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 and I shouldn't be irritated because it's Mattel and Mattel is phenomenal for repaints, but, um, they reissued Darth Vader's, um, monster truck character type car or it's not even you know uh actually it's not even uh, mattel that makes the monster trucks now what company is it i can't even think of it now but anyway they're, they're as bad as uh whoever's making the monster trucks now in the diecast style is just as bad as mattel it's not mattel I, mine, hot wheels i have it right here i just bought it recently it's mattel hot wheels monster truck are you, are you sure i'm there looking was another, at it right now okay because there was another company that was making monster trucks as well and i it bought that like this last month too so it's not like oh okay well then there you go that does make sense then uh, now i'm driving me crazy who's the other guy i'm gonna have to google here but anyway uh it's the darth vader one that uh, now has red tires instead of black tires and i actually had to buy it so i'm mostly bitter at the company for my own self compulsions uh again it's very collectory of me to uh be upset but mm-hmm. um yeah i really can't think of much that was horrible because like i said there's no movie there's no like crappy you know hot, uh happy meal toys and things like that that came out this year there was very little you know weren't there happy po- weren't there some there was a couple uh star wars happy meal toys for the in 50th the, anniversary oh of, there was two of yeah, them yeah in the disney. disney line they were fine though i mean there weren't horrible uh. <laughs> I got them. It took a while to hunt them down, but the R2 and the BB-8 were the two. Okay. And Ryan, for the record, Spin Master makes Monster Jam trucks. That's what I was getting confused with. Spin Spin Master? They're still doing Star Wars? I was going to say, they're doing Star Wars ones? They do do Monster Jam. So... Are they doing Star Wars trucks, though? Well, not if it's... Not if you have that Vader in your hand right now that you just bought in the stores. Yeah. Yeah. Mattel must still retain the license for Monster Truck Star Wars characters. Oh, so okay. I think I think Mattel has generic non-brand name Monster Trucks that they make. And Monster Jam through Spin Master makes ones that actually compete in Monster Jam. So real trucks. Gotcha. That makes okay. sense. Let's move on to best non-Hasbro. No, sorry. Let's move to best non-action figure Star Wars toy. Uh, Ryan, back to you. This was easy. Um, this came out earlier in the year, and from the time I got it, I've oh, I just have marveled at it. And that's the uh, Black Series uh, Mandalorian helmet, uh, the roleplay helmet. 
that thing is just awesome. The the shine of uh, on the outside, it looks very shiny. I've really gotten into the Hasbro Black Series helmets recently, but that Mandalorian helmet just blows things away. It is so cool. Um, even um, Adam Savage did a whole thing about it and about how you could take that helmet and make it look just a little more realistic, very simply. And he was just commenting about how great it was, especially for a mass-produced cheap item, uh, you know, as far as role-play type items. And it, he's right. It is just a magnificent helmet. Anybody who's a Mandalorian fan, I totally recommend buying that helmet. It is so cool. Uh, but that is definitely my best non-action figure toy for the year. Okay. Uh, Matt, what's the best non-action figure toy of the year? Okay. Uh, I was also thinking... Um, I came close to taking the Black Series Darksaber, uh, which is, I like, you know, they've be that whole line of the dark, the, the Black Series lightsabers, they're, they've been knocking them out of the park regularly lately. And the Darksaber is very awesome. You know, the way they've somehow figured out how to make something that's dark light up and look believable. Very good. Uh, also liked the, uh, Lego Republic gunship uh, from the UCS line. Um, I really like the gunship. It's like the best thing to come out of the prequels. Uh, and I was glad to see that get sort of a super deluxe. But I'm going with, as my winner, surprisingly, is, and yeah, this is uh, out of the price range of a lot of people, uh, the Star Wars pinball machine, the digital one from 1UP, who did, you know, they do those like, I don't know, two-thirds scale arcade machines you see for sale. And they had the Star Wars one a couple of years ago. And then this year they did a pinball one, uh, which has like 10 different pinball, uh, whatever you want to call them, games. You know, themes that you can select and go through. And the graphics are really good. And it's not huge like a normal pinball machine. Um, but, yeah, I saw it at a friend's house this year and really liked it. And... Um, you know, was lucky to find it, uh, you know, on sale with some coupons, I think from GameStop or someplace over the summer. Uh, it's really cool if you have ever the opportunity to to play it or even, you know, get it when they have some crazy sale. But, yeah, the, the Star Wars pinball machine from 1UP. Uh, Chris, what's the uh, best non-action figure Star Wars toy of the year? I... I believe this came out this year. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that massive Lego Cantina set. That was 2020. I bought mine this year. Does that count? <laughs> Did anyone actually have it last year? I don't know when we got it, but it was around because I looked that up. I thought I was going to pick that too. Oh, but yeah. I don't know. They repacked the the the, the shuttle Tidarian. I really like that. That was kind of cool. I haven't picked it up yet, but um, oh god. Uh, There's that big ad ad that just came out. That looks cool too. Yeah. Oh, this is. I wish I'd had more time to do some research on this. Um, yeah. Sorry. This is so. I just. You know, it was, a, it was a slim year for Royal Guard stuff. And um, well, I guess my statue probably applies more to this category than it did the other category. 
So, um, yeah. You got nothing. I got nothing, man. All right. Sorry. We'll, we'll move along. I'm just taking up space here right now. <laughs> Jake, what about you? Best non-action figure Star Wars toy. Well, it's action figure adjacent, but I think it's a fantastic one. Um, it, it gives me nostalgic vibes for all sorts of uh, previous lines, but I'm going with the Razor Crest from Mission Series. Uh, Mission Fleet, sorry, Mission Fleet. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it, is, it is almost Action Fleet compatible in regards to its scale. And uh, the fact that it's got detailing, uh, 100% of it, you know, how we went through a few years where they were, like, creating vehicles that were kind of hollow underneath. Um, but this has, like, multiple compartments that you can open up. It has a weapons rack that you can put one, two, three, four, five, six different weapons that he comes with, that the figure comes with. It can actually mount into the weapons rack. It's got the side door. It's got the loading dock. It's got cannons you can move and put on different places. It's got three different spring-loaded uh, missiles. It's got landing gears, which aren't retractable though. But um, but yeah, I mean it's it's a toy. It's a it's a toy that you know um, you can Most... even take off the top and go in from the top. You know mm-hmm. what's that? I'd say. Most years I'd probably disqualify that answer because it's an action figure, but since it really doesn't have a category that it could fit in, really, unless you put it as best what? toy of the year, I'll, I'll allow it. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I was trying to see. And Chris where didn't this have anything. Yeah, right. So and, and you didn't. <laughs> I'll have allow category it. Before, so I think we oh, all get yeah. a pass on. This year's kind of slim on some of these <laughs> categories. Slim pickings. Right. <laughs> It's a great toy, though. I mean, it's uh, great for, you know, what it is, 30 bucks, and you get this, you know, a, a well-put-together vehicle. I mean, I guess I'm also, like, nostalgic for the days where you could $30 gets you a vehicle, whereas now it's 110 if you're lucky, yeah. right? So, yeah, $30 used to get you a really decent vehicle. Yeah. Oh, but geez. Those I days think, are long gone. I think the first FX X-Wing was almost 30 bucks. <laughs> yeah, probably. Jeez. Oh, okay. First FX X Wing was fifty dollars, just so you know. Fifty, yeah. yeah. Was it really? Yeah. Yep, I remember yeah, when it came out. I bought a, all, a bunch of mine for ten bucks when Toys R Us was wow. there. Yeah, they were fifty to begin with. That came out when I was in college, and I still managed to scrape up enough money for it. I'm surprised. All right. Okay, my pick for best uh, non-action figure Star Wars toy is going to be the uh, Lucasfilm 50th Anniversary Star Wars Ben Cooper costumes that were sold exclusively. I think they were sold <laughs> only at Target. Were they only at Target? Target. Yeah. I'm a sucker. The, the, the box, the design on the box is vintage the the outfit which is kind of adult size now is the vintage artwork um i wish the masks would have been the vintage masks they're 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 not really they're kind of they look more updated maybe 90s era but um i think these are really fun i hope they do more of them next year um they did four of them they did Darth Vader, Stormtrooper, Yoda, and C-3PO. Um, and 
Yeah, I thought that was cool. I really don't buy Star Wars toys that aren't Hasbro. So this was a hard one for me, but doesn't your I'm wife sometimes though? <laughs> My wife? Yeah. Buy Didn't Star she, Wars like, toys. Get those. Uh, what were those box game toys that? You yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she wanted me to get those for whatever reason. I have no idea why. I still have them somewhere. Oh, I got rid of mine. <laughs> All right. Next category. Worst Black Series Star Wars six-inch figure of 2021. Ryan, I'll go to you. Well, I mean, if you've heard me talk about stuff this year, it's obviously going to go to something that was a repaint. I'm so sick of repaints. Um, And I ended up with a tie, although I will admit this tie partly comes because of my experience of getting one. Um, But my first one, I will say, is the the Bad Batch uh, Captain Rex. Just and, and I know it makes sense for the show. I get that, but it was just like it seems like such an obvious. Oh, we'll just throw this out with a cloak on it. It reminds me of that Simpsons episode um, where with Malibu Stacy, where they put a new hat on it and everybody goes crazy for it. It just seemed like the same thing. We put a cloak on Captain Rex, and we, now we got to buy a new one. I, I just that it, it kind of bothered me, especially on that one. I mean, I, yeah, we can talk about the Imperial crosshairs and, and stuff like that. And I know the figure makes sense, so. While it makes sense, I, I needed to throw that in there, but my, my other worst one is the Credit Collection Moff Gideon. Um, I've got one. It was a pain in the butt to get through Best Buy, and I ordered one for um, in-store pickup, and then I went and picked it up in the store, and it is like the most mangled card I've ever gotten uh, on something modern. I just could not believe how horrible it was treated. I actually have another one on pre-order if it ever shows up, but uh, in the end, it's there was – the whole issue of getting that figure, then it looked terrible when I got it. And in the end, the figure isn't even that great. I mean, I know it's supposed to match the artwork, but the blue cape just looks weird. Um, I mean, the credit collection, it was cool last year, but I think it's, I don't know. I feel like it's a little overdone. It's just a, a great way to put out repaints to us. And uh, it, it's a little bothersome that way. So tie between Bad Batch Captain Rex and credit collection Moff Gideon for me. Okay. Matt, what was the worst Black Series six inch Star Wars figure of twenty twenty one? The Rancor. Because <laughs> we didn't get it. Um <laughs> Ouch. It was it was so bad we told them not to bother. Um <laughs> Yeah. But you, it you didn't come it. out. <laughs> yeah. So uh, but you know, I'm, in all seriousness, although I'm kind of serious, um, I agree with Ryan. It's like I wanted to pick a repaint because there just seems to be figures that I'm buying for the fourth or fifth time because they put them on a new card or did that, you know, you know, face paint new application or something like that. But you know, that's where do you start? You know, which one do you pick? Um, and there's not like one that I hate more than the others. So, but at least, you know, for a new figure, new character uh, that I just didn't care for, it's the Vice Admiral Rampart figure. Ah, you took mine. Oh, I'm sorry, Jake. (laughs) Uh, Just because he's dull. You know, I don't got nothing against him, but I don't remember what the character did on the show. And the figure, you know, it's up there standing next to all the other Imperials and he just looks like a, you know, I guess, you know, that's fine. But, you know, certainly not exciting. 
And we got some really good black. I mean, it was really tough for me to pick my favorite black series this year. So, you know, Rampart because he's boring. Maybe Jake has a better reason. <laughs> okay. Uh, I thought you'd go with like the Power of the Force two Greedo since we got that and the 50th anniversary Greedo or something. Yeah, like we have yeah. two Greedos put out this year on older cards. It seems right. weird. Well, at least the one Greedo had like the different paint, you know, so it looked like a vintage figure. I like sure. like I liked the Jawa with the vintage paint. Yeah, stuff. that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. So, but you know, yeah, just when you know, on the same day when I get Throne Room Leia in a box and Throne Room Leia on a card. I mean, like, yeah. come on, guys. So, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Chris, what was the worst six-inch Black Series figure this year? Yeah. So, I'll make this disclaimer up front. As a non-six-inch collector, I am not judging this on the quality of the figure, the accessories, the quality of the paint, the posability. I'm simply going on... I just don't like this character design, and I'm just going to poop on it for no other reason than that. <laughs> so I'm going with Cal Kestis. He looks like he was re-released in Gaming Greats, which I think also tags Hasbro for a repack, because he was released before, wasn't he? Yeah. He was. Okay. Mando yes. Monday or whatever that was. So it's a repack, and it's a character that I just I don't like the design of. I just... I. It's it's not my bread and butter. So anyway, I will go with Cal Kestis, the repack in the Gaming Greats line. Even though he looks like he's packed with a ton of accessories, looks like he's painted really well, probably is an awesome figure, but I'm pooping on him because I just don't like that character. Okay. He's like a teenager, right? He's like a kid. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Young adult. Okay. Yeah. Chris definitely had something against kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Jake, what was the worst Black Series figure? Well, I was going to go with Vice Admiral Rampart as well. Most of the reasons that Matt said. Like, um, you know, uh, this figure went up for pre-sale before the character even appeared in the series. And then he appeared and he was just not unique at all. And so... It just, it was frustrating to see. Sorry. Yeah, I kept uh, waiting was, for him to do something. Yeah, it was frustrating to see Hasbro give a slot to a character that wasn't visually appealing and then didn't do much. You know what I'm saying? Because right now we only have X amount of figures we're getting per year from different media sources. And to think that they went and decided, you know, Rampart was significant for a spot when there's other cool aliens and things, but then again, of course, he is 90%, you know, a reissue. So that's, I guess, uh, you know, the, the, the take from it. He's just a new head sculpt. Everything else with him is old and reissued. So, um, so that was my reasons, Bo boring, bland. And, you know, when we're of limited choices, it's a poor one, but, um, uh, a follow-up, I guess, uh, a second placer. I would go with the Scout Trooper Carbonized because the carbonization on it made very little difference. So you're just paying a jacked up Target exclusive price for a figure. Does that, that come out yet? It's on my 2021 list. It, it might be. I, I pre-ordered one. I have not gotten it. I'll say that. Which hmm. one is that? The, the Scout Carbonized Trooper? Scout Trooper. It was a Target exclusive. 
Did the did you get the short trooper? No. None of those target ones. The Pazdazla either, no. Hmm. Target's been behind on their stuff. We still don't have uh Yeah, we're still waiting for Galen yeah. Urso and and the pilot. Yeah. General Merrick there. Yeah. <laughs> Merrick. All right. Well, that may or may not qualify as a category, but this year's off the rails. So I could choose another uh, carbonized, but it would be for the same reason. Okay. I think uh, you're all wrong, and I'll tell you what's the worst Black Series figure of 2021. It's the the Kenner-inspired... Obi-Wan Kenobi repaint. I think it was an Amazon exclusive. It was on a vintage yeah. card. Don't yeah, make thing, me fight you. That thing looks horrible. That's like the worst of both worlds. Like, you know, it's just... I, I can kind of go with painting a Black Series figure to look like the vintage figure, but when you put, like, some of... If you only go halfway and you put some of the vintage accessories on it, like the cape, but then the saber's a modern saber, it just looks like a mess. That figure is a total disaster. It's the worst of both worlds. And I hope they don't do more of those. I imagine they'll follow it up with a Vader or something next year, but I hope they don't. I don't like them. I won't be purchasing any of those. And... They're the worst. That's the worst figure. <laughs> they can it give us the one. vintage colored walrus man now, and that will be awesome. Because we got the Ponda Baba figure finally. Well, I think Jason's point <clears throat> is it would be it would be awesome if they did it all yeah, the way. As do it all the to, way. Do it all the way. Yeah. But 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 it's so messy the way they did it. It just it doesn't it just doesn't make sense. So if they would have just painted Obi-Wan in the vintage colors, I I thought I would have been okay with that. But to like make the cape vinyl, which does not look right on a fully articulated figure like that, it doesn't look right at all. Mm -mm. But then if you're going to do that, why don't you give him like an, you know, a lightsaber that I don't know. It just comes out of his arm. Yeah. Or something. It would have been cooler. I mean, I like that figure, but it's a mess. I would rather they just do if they want to do vintage Kenner six inch figures, just go all out with it and and really do them. But yeah. I, I honestly I feel like the current Hasbro brand team are people who mm-hmm. are looking at nostalgia through magazines and books yeah. and websites Ru- as opposed to hey you know I love this as a kid you know. I just right. feel like we're 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 in a different realm where they're like, well, what are these guys like? Show me pictures. Right. Okay, well, I think we could do that. I think we could do that. And so uh-huh. it's different from an authentic place where it was, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is when what they used to when be. they first did the Boba Fett and the Kenner colors. I thought that was pretty cool. Like I'm I was okay with that. But then when you read the back of the package, it's such a disaster. They don't even know what they're talking about. Yeah. And you read the back of that and it hurts your brain. Like, so they, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I don't know what's, they just need to get, I don't know what they need to do, but. Well, they need to hire some, <laughs> they need to hire some consultants who are, yeah. you know, we're, yeah. we're all available. Trust me. Right. Right. But I fully expect that this year at some point we'll see more of those. And I imagine Darth Vader and, 
what Princess Leia and How's Princess Leia going to be too much different? <laughs> yeah, they're going to put a vinyl cape on that old that Leia they've been using for seven or eight years, probably. It won't look right, and I'll hate it, but that's the way it goes. <laughs> okay. All right, let's move on to the best Black Series figure of 2021. And, Ryan, what was the best six-inch Black Series figure from Hasbro this year? You know, we've, we've talked a lot about things that we, we've hated this year, and, I, and I've had a big issue with repaints, but... So I really looked at, like, what's been new. And there's been a lot of really cool new stuff. It's great. Every time I go to talk, my kids get closer and start talking. All right, good. Um, anyway, um, there, uh, there's been some really cool new sculpts and everything. And one of those that just kind of blew me away is uh, deservedly a deluxe figure, and that is the Return of the Jedi Boba Fett. Um, just amazing detail on it. The fact that it comes with a gun that cuts in half so you can do that. All sorts of extra accessories, the way a deluxe figure should be done. Unlike, thank you, Emmett and Logan screaming in the background. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> We've all been there, uh, Ryan. Don't worry about it. What's that? <laughs> We've all been there. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> um, it's like every time I go to talk, they wander over here and start screaming. But uh, anyway. <laughs> the, and anyone listening who's complaining about that, you haven't had kids. You don't know what it's <laughs> yeah. like. So just... <laughs> That deluxe right. Boba Fett figure actually has a reason to be deluxe. It came with a ton of ex- extra accessories and everything, unlike what we're seeing with Cobb Banth coming and the new Boba Fett coming. Um, this one had all the extra stuff. It was just a fantastic figure. I love that it's different, like a different sculpt from the Empire Strikes Back one. Um, the only the only issue it had was that the most people, their helmets were a little warped when it showed up, but it was such an easy, quick fix that I, I'm not even going to complain about that. I will put that as my best Black Series 6-inch figure of the year. All right. Matt, what was the best black series six inch figure this year? All right. This was my toughest, toughest call of the night um, based on, you know, competition. Um, Honorable mentions, throne room Leia, great sculpt, really good face paint. Um, The, that clone wars, uh, Obi-Wan that came on the clone wars card. And then the uh, clone armor, Really like that figure. The new Phrenic Shand, I'm very impressed with. And I liked Aura Singh. It probably, Aura Singh probably would have been my pick, except I can't get the thing that holds her gun over her shoulder ever to actually hold the gun. So that's like an engineering flaw. So my favorite is uh, Bo-Katan. Um, it might have been preordained because I love Bo-Katan. Um, but... Uh, the figure's great. The detail's nice. The face sculpt looks right. The helmet comes off. The helmet looks good when it's on. The proportions are all right. Um, it came out kind of quickly, you know, by Kenner stand by Hasbro standards, uh, you know, after the character, you know, was introduced. Um, so whatever. I love this figure. And, you know, I'm really glad that I've got it. And, you know, it won in a very, you know, very hard, very stiff competition this year. So, um, Bo-Katan's my pick. Okay. Chris, what was the best six-inch figure of 2021? Um, well, I could be really self-serving and go for the quote-unquote Kenor Jacks, uh, the modified Royal Guard that they released. 
Um, but I'm not. I'm actually going to go in with another one of those from that line simply because it's been a fan requested figure for so, so long. Not necessarily for myself personally, but I just like to know that people finally got their chance to buy this figure. And that is the Jackson. Yeah. It, it's a great reuse of parts. It doesn't look like a figure that got re released before minimal re-sculpting. I mean, when people say, you know, repacks are a necessary evil, you know, this is a great use of a necessary evil. Um, so I'm, I'm happy for the folks that have wanted this forever. I know they're probably upset that it's not three and three quarter inch, you know, but, you know, at least a figure is better than no figure, I guess, if that's what you're going for. So I'm glad that the Jackson people finally got their Jackson. So. That's a good one, Chris. Oh, Jake, can I what? admit my bet worst one? Yeah, go for it. I was looking further down the list, and I remind myself of the Trapper Wolf. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. What? I haven't even had a chance to open that figure yet. What's wrong with it? I haven't looked <laughs> oh. at it. I haven't looked at it yet. <laughs> I mean, talk about, uh, that's just like Hasbro trying to inflate the ego of, of a person. Um, I mean – I like what he's been doing with the Mandalorian and the Clone Wars. I have no problem with him per se, but that is not a figure that should have been made. I mean, honestly, it's, he's a bit painful when he's on screen in the show. It, God forbid he has a line. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that, that just should not have been a figure. It should not have been a figure. And it's a repack body, so it, it hits yeah. that mark, too. And the face doesn't look like him. Oh, it's a creepy face. Not to say that you know, his face is creepy, but the the action figure's face is creepy. No, the fi- yeah, the figure. Yeah, yeah. There is some mold issues with it in regards to that the the helmet that they created is way too big for his head. It's not uh, it's not well proportioned like a, a Luke Skywalker six inch helmet would sit. So there is some structural or some changes there that I think, but I, I liked it in regards to the fact that I feel like we do have a. Uh, a budding um, directors as action figures line because, I mean, you have a Trapper Wolf, you have the George coming in Stormtrooper gear, you have an IG-11, you have a Paz Vizsla. These are four different Star Wars directors that all have six-inch figures already. So kind of uh, fits with a theme that they kind of have going. And the AdSat driver is Mark Wand. In the six-inch line, too? Is the Skull well, it his? can be. Can be. Got it. Very true. They have not released an ATST driver in the six inch yet. They're waiting to do the ATST for Haslab. They're waiting for the fortieth anniversary of Return of the Jedi, is what they're waiting for. Yeah, maybe. We don't have an ATST driver? You're right, we don't. Wow. Jake, what was the best six inch figure of the year? I'm going with the hive mind because a lot of us think alike here. And Jackson was my number one on the list. And for many of the points that Chris points out, you know, when we talk about repaints, I want smart repaints, not cheap repaints. So cheap repaints are the holiday specials, are the carbonized, are the credit collections. Those are cheap ways of just getting money that's very in line with Funko, which we've already talked about. So I think Jackson is an exceptionally great 
you know, granted, it's not just a reissue, it's a, or a repaint, it's got a kit bash, it's got new parts, but it does them so smart and wisely, and uh, you don't feel like you have that figure at all when you get it in your hands, and yeah, I'm just excited that it was made, so Jackson gets my vote. I was so close to Jackson, too. I'm, I'm ah. still... I'm still almost there because 40 years, he's had a figure, I mean, for 40 years, people have maybe hated him or loved him, but everyone thought he they should do a figure, right? I mean, come on. Um, except apparently Daryl the Priest, I, he, I did hear him say one time they would never do Jackson, but he's not running the show anymore. <laughs> um. I'm going to go with the Clone Wars uh, Asajj Ventress. That is, that's my favorite six-inch figure of the year. I, I think it's a great-looking figure. Good choice. It really stands out on the shelf. So, it was a hard year to pick, though. There's a lot of good figures. They didn't, they didn't do many, I don't think they did many bad figures this year. Maybe some of the repaints, but... As far as new figures, I think they did some good ones, and I think that's the best. But Jackson's close. Um, okay, there's no vehicles or beasts for Black Series this year, so I really we were I've eliminated that category. Not unless, even a has lab. Unless I'm thinking, unless I'm missing something, right? There's wah, no. Wah, wah. Right. Am I missing anything? No. That Wampa came out, what, last year? Yeah. 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 So there's nothing. Nothing. But we still don't have a whatever that thing is that they ride in Mandalorian. Yeah. Blurg. 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 Half do back. Yeah, the Blurg. Yeah, or a Fafier. We don't have that either. <laughs> Keep pushing for it, Jason. I'd buy it. I'd buy two of them. I'd buy two of them. I would buy a half a boar. I want a half a boar still. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so sorry. Nothing for Black Series for vehicles or beasts or play sets or anything. Um, So we're going to move on to three and three quarter. Let's see what we have here. Okay, what was the worst Hasbro Star Wars three and three quarter inch figure of 2021? Ryan, all the way back to you. Oh boy. Um, so I, I've got to go with something that is, again is a reissue, repaint, whatever. There's been lots of that. Somehow I, I completely stayed awake from carbonized on both these categories. I'm impressed with myself there, but um, I'm sure somebody else will have that. Uh, but. You know, Hasbro's been reissuing figures, and some make a lot of sense, and some completely don't. And uh, if you followed some of my posts that I've put on our, our page, this one totally goes with that. And that is the the Vintage Collection uh, Han Endor. Well, I personally don't have a major problem with the figure. I know he's very barrel-chested and everything. But I remember this figure sitting on the pegs forever back in, when did that come out? 2011. And... Um, you know, it was not well, hard to find. Earlier than that. Well, I know it came in the collection. It, it came in the, well, yeah, it came out way back then, but then they put it out in the, in the current vintage collection, the vintage collection of the time in 2011. Yeah. It was on a revenge card and a regular Return of the Jedi card. But, um, you know, it was one of those, like, I, I 
I, I like Han and his Endor gear. I'm one of those few who really like it. But I mean, you know, like I've, I, this is like the only figure I see at uh, one of those targets that has the Disney store inside of it. Like every time I go there, it's the same Han Endor sitting there staring back at me. Um, and I just don't get why Hasbro re-released this figure. There was no demand for it. Um, honestly, I thought I felt if they wanted to put it back out, they should have retooled it somehow. Um, but it's uh, it makes no sense, and uh, it's going to go as my worst uh, vintage collection figure of the year. Okay. Um, Matt, what's your pick for worst three and three quarter inch figure of the year? Uh, yeah, I mean. You know, could, it would be easy just to say your, you know, dealer's choice on the carbonized figures, um, but there's not one particular one that stands out. Um, again, we got um, so few. Oh, can I just take a minute just to do the figure count? Um, yes. How many figures do we get this year? Sixty-four. Which, wow. Yeah. Um, that. Puts us solidly in the post um, episode one era, like 2000, 2001. Um, and surprisingly, like just before uh, episode seven stuff came out. So, but that's 64, that's down from 104 last year. Um, so, pretty big decline. Grand total mm-hmm. of figures since ninety five, three thousand nine hundred and twenty two. Ooh, we got four thousand coming in twenty twenty two. If they have it, not if we have another sixty four. Mm. <laughs> you know. No, I l- listen. I personally already pre ordered more than sixty four figures for next <laughs> year. Yeah. And oh, and that sixty four includes um, those. Micro series Clone War figures that you know are at best limited release so far, the Walmart exclusive. So you know you could take six off of there easily if you know if they aren't really technically released. So whatever, sixty-four figures. I don't like the carbonized, and I'm gonna go with the Lando. Not because it's bad, just because we've been waiting so long for a new Lando Empire Strikes Back Lando, and this one was just lacking in some way you know it's like there are elements of the old you know vt votc version and even the power of the jedi version which are better um you know and they just you know i wish they had knocked it out of the park because they don't they don't they don't go with lando a whole lot and i I had high hopes and he didn't live up to it so they really messed up the cape on this one yeah i think it's it's not right it's just not right it should go over his shoulders yes yeah so it's it's the worst but just because it's of a disappointment not because of any intrinsically bad thing about the figure Mm -hmm. and at three per case you can find one now oh he'll be around for years that's the, yeah. the sad story of Lando. I think there's 20 at my Walmart. Yeah. Okay. Chris, what was the worst three and three quarter inch figure of 2021? Well, my first instinct I can't go with because I have not seen this figure yet. I know some people have their hands on it, um, but I'm not counting it because I have never seen it. 
and that was Mithril. I, I just do not like that character on the show. I don't like the design, and so, but I'm not counting that one. Oh man, that's uh, a cool figure. Oh, I mean, that is a great that. figure. Really I have, cool figure. I actually have two of them. Yeah. Great accessories, yeah. Um, yeah. I've been very disappointed. Poor with choice. Show. Poor choice, Chris. Poor choice. And I didn't choose it. Okay, good. You dodged a bullet. Yeah, because I, I, I never found him. And it's, it's also a figure <laughs> out. I don't even. I'm, I'm buying and I don't want. And, and then when I do that, it really, really upsets me because that's not why I collect. Oh. So. Okay. Um, I have IG11 down because. Well, mine has a fused elbow. Uh, the li- the limbs are super flimsy, and he oh, I cannot get mine to hold his weapons. Maybe I just haven't dedicated enough hours to getting that to work, but I cannot get him to hold his weapons. Um, I have Zutton on my list, which, yeah, it's a placeholder of the original 21, but it's not the right figure. It's not the right card back. But I'm grateful to have a placeholder, I guess. And it's a repack also. But I'm probably going to go with the Season 2 Grief Karga. It's kind of like the the Leia that we got in the Black Series box line of 3 and 3 quarter inch, where we got Leia from uh, The Force Awakens. But it was like Leia for like the last 10 seconds of the movie that in this weird outfit that's not very interesting. Whereas her main outfit of the show, we never got. This is like they gave us the Greek cargo with the season two, which there's a, such a better, more interesting design and one that they would have had in hand for a much longer amount of time. The season one look, which six inch black series got but we didn't and maybe i'm I'm faulting him for things that are i mean it's not even the figure's fault i mean this is hasbro's problems of of their choice but i i really wanted to have a season one and the season two just does and maybe that goes to my i don't like season two as much as i like season one so but probably I'm the most disappointed with Grief Karga. So. Okay. Uh, Jake, what was the worst three and three quarter inch figure this year? Well, you guys know, if you've been listening for a while, that uh, card backs don't do it for me. I like the figures. And so <clears throat> despite this figure having an awesome card back and a great pack-in accessory, which is gone by the wayside now, except for a, very, very few figures once in a while. Um, my worst figure of the year goes to the new droids C-3PO figure. Um, I cannot stand that sculpt of C-3PO. It is super old and outdated. And C-3PO, um, a modern C-3PO, unless you're making it specific, I mean, it just isn't realistic that his face comes off. That never happens in any film, you know, and that the pieces reveal, yes, his episode one plating, but it makes no sense for a figure outside of episode one. And this is not. So um, I hate the mold. The mold is too tiny. The mold has those terrible removable palette plates. Um, I like the, I like the coloring because it's 
reminiscent of the droids. And I like the card, but I hate the mold. So that gets my worst figure. I was frustrated when I realized that that cool card back was coming with a crappy 3PO mold. So there we Good go. Good call. Good call on that. Jake, I'm so close to agreeing with you, but that card and that coin I know. looks so awesome. They're I can't. Great. I can't, I can't, um, I can't do it. I even bought the... two, and I don't buy two yeah. anymore. I don't buy two anymore, but I needed that card on mm-hmm. a card. It you looks know? so nice. It looks It so does. Nice. It does, but it's mm-hmm. a crap figure inside. So Yes, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, and that figure falls apart. You take it out of the package, the, the back piece falls off, the, the face plate falls off. It's just, it's a... It's a bad design. Super glue. Yeah, super glue. You shouldn't <laughs> have to, after you spend $20 or whatever to get the thing, you right. shouldn't have to super glue anything. No. no. Um, but yeah, super glue is, I've super glued some of the standard released ones just so they wouldn't fall apart in my dioramas. Um, I'm going with something I forgot about, but Jake reminded me of t- earlier today. I'm going with the um, the retro collection prototype stormtrooper. <laughs> First yeah. off, it, there's no prototype stormtrooper that looks like that. There's not, so I don't know why they even. I don't know why they call it prototype. I have no idea. Um, but these things are ugly. Um, they're they're really taking advantage of the collect them all, the way they have, what a different colored black. How many colored blasters Six. are there? Six. Six. Yeah. Um, I think they should not make any more of these. Um, but they won't. I'm 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 guessing next year we'll get maybe Boba Fett or, or no, we already had Boba Fett. Uh, next year we'll probably get the Mandalorian like this. I bet. That's my guess. Because he's, they've got a vintage version of him, and why not? Um, Chewbacca. I missed it, Jason. Who who did you predict would be next? The Mandalorian, the vintage retro collection Mandalorian. Ooh. The retro collection version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, since they've got the mold, why not? Right. They could do IG eleven, IG eleven, and give him. You know, he's got two blasters, right? So they could really go crazy on that. Or do yeah. I don't well, know. it ha- it has to be six six different pieces, and since the stormtrooper didn't have a uh, articulated head, they had to mm-hmm. opt for the blaster instead instead to be the sixth piece. Yeah. So that's what they've done. So I don't yeah. foresee like. They could do the same thing with the snow trooper, you know? Yeah. Well, maybe, you know, maybe if they give us a snow trooper, I think they're only going to do it to figures they're actually putting in the main retro line. Well, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, but, I foresee Luke Skywalker, Jedi Knight being out well, next because you know that they're going to do it for the 40th of Return of the Jedi. You know that yeah. they can also put it in the Mandalorian wave. They can then do a prototype. You know, I don't know. Yeah. That's my that's my prediction. 
Well, there's a new wave of Mandalorian retros coming out, what, later this year, around Father's Day or something? I don't know when these things usually come out. Sometime around then. And yeah. I, I I predict around then there will be a multicolored Mandalorian figure in the same style. That's my guess. I don't know what it'll be, but I predict it'll be at Celebration. Mm. If we have some. Well, these yeah. have all been these have yeah. all been Target exclusives, right? So far? Yeah, but hasn't uh, Target so, before partnered with someone at Celebration? Well, the Vader was a convention. It was a Comic-Con and Target. Yeah. Oh, it was? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, you might be right. Anyways, I've never seen one at the store, so I guess it's really, uh, you know, no big deal to me because I've never seen one. I don't want one. I think they're bad. They don't look good. Um, okay, so let's move from worst to best. Ryan, what was the best three and three quarter inch figure of the year? I think I'm going to sound like a broken record here. Um, I'm going with Return of the Jedi Boba Fett once again. Um, that figure is amazing. Other than the fact that the first versions came out without the little detail on the chest plate, which I still haven't found the corrected one, but, um, this, the Jedi Fett is just amazing. I love that, again, they used a new mold on this instead of going back with the older mold. I, you know, I didn't, as a kid, I never recognized that Empire and Jedi Fett were a little bit different, and, um, I never even recognized that my vintage figure looked different from either one of those. But um, <clears throat> the fact that they went all out to actually make it different, I think, is great. Um, and the more I, I look at it, the, uh, just stare at this figure. I think it's just an amazing, amazingly well-done figure. Um, and again, it's a new mold, which is really great. And it's funny because I'm not that big of a Boba Fett fan, and yet here I am putting, like, my my top action figures is Boba Fett. It, it seems odd to me, but uh, um, they're really well done figures. So I, I'm going again. Return of the Jedi, Boba Fett for best vintage figure of the year. Good pick. Um, Matt, what was the best three and three quarter inch figure this year? Okay. Um, I'm going to make Chris mad here. Uh, it's um, in my book, it's IG-11. I love IG-11 because he does everything I always wanted IG-88 to do. Um, You know, he moves in every theoretically possible direction. And the fact that he's a droid and therefore can have weird 360 movements and all that, it makes sense in the figures. Um, I don't know where the disconnect, maybe you got a bum figure or something, but unlike the old vintage, like every IG-88 up to this point, this guy can hold his guns and holds them well. And, you know, I can move them around and they don't fall out or anything, which is a nice change. And I don't know how you're doing it. I'll, I'll send you pictures. I don't know. They just clip on. It's like they're perfect. I mean, it's like, you know, they actually thought about it when they made him. But whatever. Um, you know, joints that don't look like joints um, and other joints that it doesn't matter that they look weird because he's a droid. Um, you know, it's great. I can't wait for them to repaint it and put it out as an IG-88 figure. Um, So, yeah, I was just, you know, I had high hopes for this one, and, you know, it lived up to it. So, uh, IG-11. Okay. Chris, what was the best three-and-three-quarter-inch figure of 2021? 
Uh, one that I've heard really good things about, but have not had an opportunity to see one in person, so I will not be selecting it, is the Bo-Katan. I've heard great things about it, but without having seen it in person, I just can't consider it. Um, th th there's been a lot of really good figures this year, um, but I got to go agree with Ryan that Boba Fett, they really knocked the ball out of the park on that one. They just nailed that Boba Fett. And I'm very grateful to have one of the corrected chest plates because it just looks so much more right than the other one. It's such a small detail, but it's it's right there front and center on him. And it just, it looks great. Um, yeah, Boba Fett. All right. That's two votes for Boba Fett. Jake. <laughs> What was the best three and three quarter inch figure of the year? Well, I know you're not going to say Boba Fett because you already have. You'll say I already have a bunch of Boba Fett. So why do I need another one? Right. A hundred percent. A hundred percent correct. <laughs> um, I'm always looking for newness and things that represent media that I don't already have, and so that definitely went into play with this character choice. Um, I think she does a great job. Uh, being able to blend between two of her appearances, but I'm going with the Ahsoka Tano Mandalore figure, the vintage collection. Um, she is, uh, the, the face sculpt is great. She represents season seven of the Clone Wars, which we have virtually next to nothing from. Um, and so that's why I get excited about that figure. Also, you throw the cloak on her from the Ray, um, what is it, Island Journey, Journey, um, and you have a very, you know, uh, until the Mandalorian figures come out, you know, this is the closest thing we'll have to kind of a Mandalorian Ahsoka Tano, and it looks just great on her. I think she actually does wear a cloak, though, at the end of that when she's on the snow planet there. So it does kind of make sense even as it is. Um, so I always, you know, <clears throat> I, I think that Hasbro thinks they're shooting themselves in the foot by doing it, but making figures that, uh, can customize and interchange with each other would make the line so much more, you know, would, would draw people in who could easily customize figures. But I think that they probably don't want to do that because they want to do that themselves and resell it to you for X amount of money. But you know, um, I, I just always go back to uh, when they did the uh, <clears throat> the General Riken with the um, General um, shoot. What was the other general that came with the long coat? And you can flip flop their jackets and make different uh, appearances. Yularen. Yularen. No, was it Yularen? Um, who was it? It was Dodonna. 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 Thank you. Thank I think you. you're talking yeah. about Dodonna and uh, and Tilly's, aren't you? Yeah. Yes, you're correct. You're correct. Um, <clears throat> swaps like that that can make then different versions of the characters are just amazing things. I mean, I guess they did do that in the fact that Luke's X-Wing pilot came out and they made sure that the Luke X-Wing helmet fit Rey when she came out um, for the Rise of Skywalker. But, you know, those are few and far between. I would love, I would love for them to embrace a little more uh, abilities to... You know, I mean, because that would promote people like me to buy more figures. If I knew that I could take a piece of this, add it to another figure, and swap out a vest or a jacket or whatever, and then have a new version of that character, that would bring back 
the spirit of the line of wanting to get a bunch of them. Whereas right now it's just like, Oh, I got my one. I'm good. You know, but anyway, long story short, I I really like Ahsoka. I think she's sculpted well and represents media. We don't have a lot from, and uh, it's just a good figure. Okay. Um, For my pick, it was hard because they did a lot of good three and three quarter inch figures this year. I think the, the sculpting and the, Paint apps are at an all-time high this year. I think in many cases, the three and three-quarter inch versions look superior to the Black Series six-inch versions. Um, like Bo-Katan comes to mind. Um, you know, we haven't had Lobot since, what, 2004? We finally got Lobot in the Vintage Collection, and I'd love to pick him as the best figure of the year, but I'm going to borrow a term from the What's on Joe Mind podcast. Um, something, uh, I think Mark Weber on that show, he is actually a former Hasbro guy, a former G.I. Joe brand manager, and he coined the term brutal chest cut. And Unfortunately, Lobot has a brutal chest cut, and I think it kind of ruins the look of the figure, so I can't pick Lobot. But I am going to go with the Return of the Jedi Boba Fett. It's it's just fantastic. I I'm not a Boba. I've never really been a huge Boba Fett fan. I I'm not. I mean, he's always been okay. Um, but man, they just knocked it out of the park with this one. Like, uh, like, like Eve said, and he looks so good, like standing on the barge, on the skiff and the job display. It's amazing. And I'm really looking forward to getting the repaint of him for the droids collection. So yeah, I gotta go with that. I gotta go with him. Um, let's move on to vehicles. Because there were a few, not many, for the three and three quarter inch uh, line. So let's go to worst Hasbro Star Wars three and three quarter inch vehicle, beast, or playset. Ryan, what was the worst? Wait, should we do an exhaustive list of what was out this year? <laughs> I got like no. two on this list, right? There's only two things. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, there's only two. There was uh, a what? A playset, a vehicle. That's it. That's it. And a that's throne. <laughs> and a throne. Oh, oh yeah, I guess. A throne is part of the vehicle base. <laughs> um. Yeah. This is. <laughs> yeah, and that's why my my worst vehicle of the year goes to the complete lack of vehicles. Um, Ooh, good. I, I would say the the blue litter X-wing, but we've been saying for five years. Come on, Hasbro, slap some blue paint on this and give us a new X-wing. We'll buy it up. I know what we did, and yeah. they, even, they even gave us blue litter with it. And I can't fault that. That was a great idea. We should it should have been done five years ago. Um, but uh, I, at the same time, I'm not going to say that's bad. Um, so my worst vehicle is just the complete lack of vehicles that we're getting in three and three quarter inch because there should be so much more. Um, there should be a ton of stuff for, for the Mandalorian, um, easily. There's so many things out there 
And I'm I'm actually going to go against the rules here and also mention Mission Fleet here and include that as the worst, uh, I'm going to say a worst Mission Fleet fleet vehicle, since that's the only line we're actually getting vehicles from, it seems. Um, and I've bought several of these, and I will say the worst Mission Fleet vehicle is the Moff Gideon TIE Fighter. I, I was looking forward to that ship, and I thought, oh, this will be really cool. It's got the foldable wings. And then I got it, and the wings don't quite fold right. They don't look completely right when you do it. It doesn't have the landing gear on it. Like, there's so many problems with it. It just doesn't look like what I was expecting, uh, you know, from seeing it in the show. And I thought they could have pulled that off. Um, yeah, I'd love to see a three and three quarter inch uh, Tie Fighter like that. I, it, I... Did we get a um? Did we get a, a a Tie Fighter with folding wings for the Rebels line? Yes. We yeah. is did. That, well, is that we... similar to the? No, that's no. It's, that's no. closer to um. It's closer to I, I, Vader's. Say, yeah, the Vader's. Yeah, it's, it's it's like yeah, it's like a tie advance type thing. It's the X one the prototype. Yeah. yeah, they fold, but they're not full size like this. Mm. So, yeah, but I, yeah, the the Tie Fighter. If if anybody's picked it up, it's just not worthwhile. I said it in my review on it. I said this is such a disappointment. Um, so much of those mission fleet has been really good. And that TIE Fighter was very disappointing. So um, that's going to be my worst mission fleet vehicle of the year. And worst three and three quarter inch vehicle of the year is the complete lack of vehicles this year. Okay. Yeah, there used to always be at least a few at the store, right? You could, like, look, you know. Remember Revenge of the Sith where there Lisa. were vehicles out right away? Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Those were the days, Clone right? Wars. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Clone Wars. Yeah, there were so many vehicles. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those days aren't coming back, but they will. No, they're not. (laughs) Uh, Matt, what was the worst playset beast or vehicle this year? I'm going with, well, yeah, I mean, it's like, what are you going to choose? The X-Wing, the General Merrick's X-Wing, which I wanted, I was excited about, I was happy to buy. It was good. Uh, I'm going to pick it because of the price, um, because you know the these were up to what over a hundred bucks, you know, for basically something we've been buying for years. Normally, if you buy things, the price should be falling, not increasing. Um, so to get a figure and an X-wing mold that we've bought a number of times before, and I mean, okay, it's not much more than it was two years ago when it was Luke Skywalker's X-wing or Poe Dameron's X-Wing or whatever. And it's a cool thing, and I'm glad we got it. But, you know, if we got to pick something, that's it, and I'm picking it because of the price. All right. Chris. No, I, I totally agree with Matt and Ryan, but just for differentiation, I'm going to go with the Tantive playset. I bought three. I mean, don't get me wrong about this thing. What I'm really frustrated about it is its lack of true uh, inner uh, modularity and being able to to build out your hallways the way you want to build them, not the way that Hasbro designed it to go together. There's a few minor tweaks they could have done to their molds that would have allowed a much greater deal uh, amount of flexibility in how you could display it. And... Uh, it drives me nuts every time I try it and butts with it and to get it to fit in one of my shelves the way I want it to. And it just won't 
fit properly. And for that reason, I will make it the, and, and honestly in a year where there's like three items to choose from um, it's or four items. It's, it's frustrating because it's really not a bad set, but for that reason, I, I'm going to pick it. Okay. Jake, what was the worst vehicle beast or playset for three and three quarter inch figures in 2021? All right. Well, um, yeah, options are pretty limited. Um, but I too am going with the Tantive, and the reason is is uh, one simple reason. I think it's great when you put two together and you have that nice corridor and hallway, and it looks sharp. Lots of great photography could be done with that dual hallway. Um, but the reason I pick it as a bad thing is because I think it would not have been that hard to design it, so you could have a dual hallway with just one set. I think it was, you know, um, a poor design to make it so you can only have a dual hallway with two. Um, granted, it would be a shorter hallway, but you could still, I mean, there, I just, I looked over it multiple times. I bought two, but I played with one over and over. I opened one and only had one open for a while before I even opened the second one. I mean, like weeks. And I, I could not figure out why they couldn't, alter the design just barely to make it so you could have a dual hallway granted shorter with just one so for that reason i just feel like it was either someone was ignorant or someone had some alternative motives to make us all buy two or four or whatever so that is why the tantive gets my vote and because the figure was packaged like crap in that set too it was all mangled in there Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'm. I I kind of want to go with the Emperor's Throne Room playset just because the cardboard folds out. It's kind of chintzy. It's not. It's not what I would want. I. I it makes me just want a really nice throne room playset, and that's not what that is. And and also, I think the Emperor included with it, his robes got way. That robe's got way too much fabric, and it doesn't look right on the throne. So I think they could have done something to make it look better. But I'm not actually going to pick that. I am going to go with the Blue Leader X-Wing, the Target exclusive, because um, the I cannot, and maybe I'm just doing something wrong, I cannot get the pilot uh, uh, Antok to fit in it correctly. I have to squish him in. His head's all mangled in there. And his helmet doesn't fit either, which is kind of, you know, which is unfortunate. And maybe I'm just doing something wrong, but I don't think he looks good seated in the X-Wing. And I think they should have, it shouldn't be like that. Especially if you're paying $100 for it. He should fit nicely inside. And um, for that reason, I'm picking it as the worst. And even though it is the worst, if I saw another one, I'd still probably buy it because I only ever found, I only ever got one, and I kind of did want to get two, so I could have the uh, figure carded. Um, these were kind of scarce, weren't they? These were not like around much. I've seen a few more, but you uh, have, yeah, in the holidays, one beat to hell one, but uh, mm-hmm. 
I've never seen one in the store. I got one Chris got for me, and I got one that I was able to order online, and I've never. I, seen I saw them, yeah, a couple times over the space of a week, and that was it. And I go to Target often looking for figures. I my office is very close to a Target, and I go there on lunch often. I've just never seen one, and I I even though it's the worst in a normal year, if there were a selection of vehicles, it wouldn't be the worst. But um, I do want another one because i want that figure and i don't know i haven't looked but i've considered maybe just buying the figure alone on ebay but i i imagine it's probably almost just as expensive to buy the whole thing well i'm hoping tagori gets those and i might buy a handful of them because mm-hmm. i'm holding on my carded one hoping that there's a chance to get a loose one yeah and not so i just i need the carded one and not not another loose one. But did anyone else have the same problem I had with trying to get the pilot in the to sit decently in the X-wing? You know, I don't think I ever tried to put him in it. <laughs> yeah, it I didn't know. I didn't take him off the card. He do, oh yeah, <laughs> he just he doesn't fit. He just doesn't fit. I've tried bending his knees, waist, whatever, but but the only way to get him in there is to really tuck his head down, which really looks unnatural. See, I have the same problem with the Biggs' X-Wing from the first Vintage Collection line and mm-hmm. putting the, the Black Series three three quarter inch Biggs in that one. He doesn't – I can't get that canopy to shut properly either. I'm mm-hmm. wondering if when they built that mold for that uh, pilot compartment, that was years earlier and maybe the, the Luke X-Wing was smaller. Well – Here's the thing. When they originally sculpted that mold, the pilot was um, yeah. fixed inside of it, non-removable. And then uh, and then when they redesigned it, the the Luke pilot that was out, I think, the at closest to the release of the redesign, I think, was the power of the Jedi X-Wing Luke. Yeah, and that that's a very sense. small figure. Yes, it yeah, is. It's a very small figure, and that figure fits fine in it. So that's probably the reason. It was yeah. designed around a smaller figure. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But, you know, for $100, the, the figure, the pilot should fit inside properly. I yeah. Mm-hmm. Jason, seventy seventy five is the going sold auction for a card. Really? For a card at Antoc. You might yeah. as well buy the X-Wing at that point. Yeah. Well, people I'd are then... Don't... People are selling the X-Wing alone for, uh, what did I just see? It was uh, 50 or 60. Yeah, so. it sounds about right. I saw one sell on Facebook group about that. Yeah, no figure, 70. It Buy it now. Wow. Well, if Hasbro would put out just some other Blue Squadron figures packed separately, that would be... Right. opportunity to snag up some of those extra X-Wings. I don't know. So, if I see another one, I'll definitely pick it up. I I, I imagine at some point I'll probably bite the bullet. Oh, Jason, that would synergy right there. You don't I want know. that. <laughs> Alright. So, let's move on to the best Star Wars 3 3 quarter inch vehicle, beast, or playset. Ryan, what was the best thing this year? Wow, some of you guys said this was the worst. I'm going with the best. The the Tantive uh, playset, um, I don't think it's a secret. I love that thing. I bought five of them, and um, I got some on really good deals and such, but I just kept buying more, 
And I, I literally had it out on my dining room table and was setting up different things. And Logan, my, my oldest son, came out, and he started playing with it. I actually bought an R2-D2 so he could play with an R2-D2 in the playset. And then he was upset when I finally took the playset to the garage to, to set it up. But um, I think that thing's awesome. I cleared uh, an entire shelf just for my whole display of all five on there and put so many different scenes. I have, like, the the stormtroopers coming through with uh, the rebels on them. I have... Uh, Leia giving R2 the plans. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, sorry. Uh, Organa, Obi-Wan, and Yoda walking down the, the, the deal. And just R2 and 3PO standing in the middle of one. Like, I was able to do so many different things with it. Uh, and it just looks awesome. And you can take pictures right down the hallway, and it looks perfect. And and if you want to, you know, splurge for a little bit more, you go with the Cardboard Galaxy extra pieces for it. And, you know, really helps, especially for the Leia giving R2 the hologram piece. Um, I just think it's it's really, really cool. I had a lot of fun playing around with it and configuring. You guys aren't wrong. It does have limited configurations, and it, it should have a little bit more to that. But at the same time, I just thought it was so cool. I, I'm, I'm going to go with that. And also, since I'm doing Mission Fleet, I'm going to say the best Mission Fleet vehicle of the year was, uh, as Jake said earlier, was the Razor Crest. Uh, that thing is really cool. Um, it's the type of thing that came out uh, where you're like, oh, well, I'll get this until the HasLab comes out. It's kind of like tied you over. But once you open it up and start playing with it, it is a really cool vehicle. It's got a lot of great features to it. Um, it's just a fun little thing to play around with. I think. And Logan played around with that with me for a little while, too. So uh, I'd, I'd go with that as the best Mission Fleet vehicle. And the best three-and-three-quarter-inch vehicle replacement is the Tanta V4 Tanti V4 uh, playset. Okay. Matt, what was the best uh, three and three quarter inch vehicle, beast, or playset? Yeah, I'm duplicating with uh, Ryan here. It is uh, the Yavin 4 playset. Um, it's really cool. I liked it from the first time I opened it. Uh, and then I sort of tried to figure out okay, what am I going to do with it? Um, and then I figured out I could, it's not only works well as. Yavin 4, I mean, not Yavin 4, the Tanny 4, uh, it's a good uh, echo base for Hoth. So I incorporated incorporated it into my Hoth diorama. I've got probably four hooked up as well. Uh, and, you know, the corridors look good. It fits in. It's So it's, um, you know, uh, it's got multi-purpose, multi-role uh, adaptability. So, um, you know, for the fact that you know, I am using it actively in a part of my collection that I, you know, it, it, you know, whereas the X-Wing, I like it. I open it up and I set it aside and, you know, I don't really have anything to do with it. Uh, the Tanny four parts, using them as Echo base because that fits in with my collection. It's, you know, it was a surprise and it's, uh, you know, just makes it really cool. And I hope they do more of these kind of play sets like, you know, the the carbon freeze chamber was cool. The Jabba thing would have been cool if they had added more parts to it. This is the way they can do play sets. Give us Death Star parts. You know, it's all, it's a broken record at this point, but, you know, it's a way to give us big things without doing a HasLab, you know, if they stick with it. So, oh, you yeah. know, there are well, other parts of the Tanny 4 that they could do. You know, yes. give us an, another part of this play set, and pretty soon you've got the ship. You've got a play set. So... 
awesome. I, I thought with the Death Star, if they did a modular thing where there was like multiple hallways you could buy a bunch bunch of, and then say do something big like the throne Emperor's throne room or something like that as a Haslab project that you could add on these pieces. I think that'd be such a cool idea to where you could add so many different things and occasionally they just do bigger pieces to go along with it or whatever. Right. Uh, that'd be cool. I'd love to see them expand on this. And, and Well, yeah. I mean, especially like the Death Star, because as we've seen, like all Imperial corridors, whether you're on a Star Destroyer or a base or the Death Star, are basically all the same. Exactly. So just yeah. give us Imperial corridors and make it whatever you want it to be. Yeah, no, that'd be awesome. I would love that. Okay. Uh, Chris, what was the best three and three-quarter inch vehicle, beast, or playset? It was the worst of best of playsets. It's also the best <laughs> of playsets. The Tantive Four is the best playset, hands down. It looks fantastic. When you play with it the way Hasbro designed you to play with it, it is magnificent. And honestly, it only gets a negative mark from me simply because there's nothing else out there really that I had a big negative reaction to. I just got so frustrated because I had other plans for it that I wanted to do or spacing I wanted to do with it. And, and it just it fought me at every angle. But it is a magnificent playset. The doors work. The It's such a as someone who's tried to build a tantive set before, it, it is a pain in the rear to build because you've got curved surfaces and it's just it, it's hard to make it look right. And they did a great job on it. With just what I would consider minor tweaks, it could have been just unbelievably great. So, mm-hmm. okay, Jake, what about you? <clears throat> well, obviously, because <laughs> limited amount, uh, I had to go with the X Wing because um, mostly based upon Antok. I mean, we wanted that figure from. You know, walking out of the theater, we saw that figure could easily be done and uh, was a great heroic uh, character during that time. And, you know, again, the X-Wing fits into my smart repaints, not dumb repaints. And this is a great use of a smart repaint. Um, There are some negatives to it. Obviously, the price is my number one issue. I hate paying more and more and more and more for a mold that is, what is it, 20 plus years old now um obviously it has some tweaks but overall the mold is pretty old um not that it's a bad mold it's just you know i hate to like matt said we should be paying less for it not more um but uh the lack of droid that's the one issue i have with the set he doesn't have his droid that goes in it and they've never produced his droid that goes in it so that is something that's kind of oddly lacking would have preferred a plug or something, at least a generic fill-in until we get one. But, um, but yeah, uh, the Antok is uh, the reason it's my favorite because we really like that character, and I wanted that character. So now we got him. Okay. I'm um, going to side with most of you guys and say and by the way everyone's pronouncing it wrong it's the tanta v4 just so everyone knows um what what are you saying yeah the tanta v the radio drama that listen to the radio drama c3po says it anthony daniels says it 
You know oh, what's funny is I think I said Han, that Han. review, yeah. and somebody so, went off. You've all been that. you've all been saying it wrong for years, probably. So ah. <laughs> I'm gonna say the Danta V4 playset is the best of the year. I only bought one. I'm like, you know, you guys bought many. I only bought one, and even with just one, you can make a really good-looking display. Just one. So, I mean, I, pro- I maybe I should pick up some more. But, you know, I got to go with that. And the figure that came with it, I did not um, take off the card. Um, but it's just uh, it's a, what? It's a slightly recolored repack right yeah yeah well and we're getting a four pack of them here right so so even better we should all be picking the razor crest this year (laughs) but but (laughs) things being what they are we still don't have it any predictions on when we'll get that thing february mid-february february February. isn't that when we got the barge that's when we got the barge wasn't it february um, we got the barge within the year, like, like within a year. Yeah, I but the I barge think barge came like in March, like beginning of March, if I remember correctly. It was supposed to be February. Yeah. I think it was early March. That sounds right. The, fe- the barge was almost exactly on schedule though. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And you know, I don't fault Hasbro. Um, no. international shipping is a disaster right now. So yep. I'm not going to give them a hard time about it, but under normal circumstances that's no problem but evidently we bought too many so yeah Yeah, well that's i don't know what that's crazy talk i don't know why they said yeah yeah. has the has the gi joe team or the transformers team or the marvel Uh, legends or power rangers ever blamed the fans for anything (laughs) you're just buying too much if you didn't buy so much you'd get your stuff faster like that's really not that's not a good message well, we for, any com- for any company. For any company. <laughs> oh. Well, you know what? Uh, we didn't buy too many of those Rancors, though. Right. Yeah. Almost yep. did. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> but you know the 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 blue leader X-wing looks nice. It's a, it is a good repaint. I just wish the pilot fit better. Here's the big one. What was? The worst Star Wars toy of the year. All categories. Everything, anything. Ryan, what was the worst thing that came out this year? Oh, boy. Um, I can't say one thing. It's – I think I said this last year, too. Uh, it's the constant repaints and reissues and not new stuff that we're continually getting. Uh, I know Jake talks about, like, good repaints, and I agree with him on a lot of that. There, There is – definitely good repaints that can be made to where a new figure can be done and even though like i put in the bad batch rex that was still like decent but like this credit collection stuff we've already heard we're going to get more holiday figures carbonized stuff this is ridiculous you remember back in the early 2000s they gave us those silver figures and you know we'd only get like one a year that that made sense but here we're just getting waves of this stuff and it's constant reissues of of molds and it's not a new character it's not a character in a new situation or anything like that i mean i i can even accept like some of these extra mandos that we're getting where it's slightly different paint on it and different details but they're literally like just 
it's it's like what Jake said earlier about the pops, or somebody said about the pops earlier, where they're doing weird paint jobs on them. I feel like Hasbro's starting that on this, and it's ridiculous. Um, and I'm tired of it. I'm really, really tired of it. Uh, when they announce like credit collection stuff, on I just oh god, and, and carbonized. Uh, and you know, you guys know I'm I I am a um, completist, and I'll admit those Target carbonized ones that they announced this year, I almost didn't order. I just was like. I don't want these. And uh, in the end, I mean, number one, Target exclusives for a long time have been so hard to get. The fact that I was just able to get them just made me pre-order them. And, and um, But at some point, I, I know I'm going to draw the line. I'm going to be like, no, I, I don't want this. I'm tired of this junk. And um, I think that's something that Hasbro needs to really figure out because they're going to give us fatigue on this stuff of constant repaints. I understand that you need to reuse molds over and over again we see that obviously very easily done in the marvel line we see it very creatively done in the gi joe line i I think there's some great stuff in there we're starting to see some creativity within star wars i know there's something i think it's bib fortuna and it's either lando or lobot share the same yeah and i'm like well that's great you know are we going to notice that does it matter no it doesn't that's a good use reuse of parts and, and i like that but um so much of this, let's just slap a new lack, uh, slap uh, slap a new uh, coat of paint on something that makes no sense. I, I am tired of it, and uh, I, I wish they could devote more time to doing things. I mean, we've had a couple of new stormtroopers this year that made sense. The uh, the was it the mortar stormtrooper, or whatever from Mando, the one with the yellow yellow markings. That makes sense. Um, the Jetta Stormtrooper, that makes sense. You know, these are new versions and it's the same mold and that's fine, but they're adding stuff onto it, a new paint that makes sense within what we're getting. And it's not just another, like just cash grab. And I know they're in the business of making money. Um, and I get it, but I think there's just smarter ways to do these repaints than this junk. And, and I'm really tired of this, the, these junky repaints. Okay, Matt, what was the worst Star Wars toy of the year? Oh, Ryan, you really got me fired up there, man. I'm ready to take to the streets because uh, I agree with everything you said. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm almost to the point where I like change my thing to the same. You know, it's like, but back in the day, you know, they've always done the repaints and we noticed, but we didn't care because they were like repainting clones and, you know, troopers and it made sense. But and, don't we also know, not care about repaints because they were five, six dollars, right? Well, yeah, they were. Yeah, there they were no twenty six dollars now, you know, yeah. or whatever it is. So right. I think that the price definitely is a factor. But, you know, if like every wave of black series that came out had some new color variation of a clone trooper, I wouldn't care. But when I got to buy Cara Dune or Grief Karga three times. You know, in the carbonized version and the normal version and then the whatever else version. I mean, that's yeah, it gets grading. That sucks. And they got to find if they got to get their value out of these figures, they got to find a better way to do it. Because, yeah, um, as another completist, it's 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 rough buying figures that don't make any sense. Um, uh, but what um, what I'm actually going to pick and I sound like a broken record it's the Rancor, and not, you know, for all the reasons that we talked about on this show, uh, just the way they handled it and the fact that they couldn't 
successfully get us to back a Star Wars toy. Just shows how bad they're handling everything. I mean, I didn't love the Rancor, but I was prepared to buy it. And some of those tears, you know, they were fine. And, you know, okay, I'm not a Ghostbusters. You know, I saw the movies back in the 80s and all that. But the fact that they could put out this proton pack, I don't even know what that is. But it's a toy from Ghostbusters and it funds in a day for this, you know, C-list franchise and Star Wars, which is supposed to be like the crown jewel of Hasbro's licenses. Yeah, they can't get, you know, enough backers for this thing. And they boggled it from the introduction when, you know, they let it slip out and, you know, they, they handled the tears, just everything about it just sort of shows how they're just mismanaging this brand. And it's a shame because, you know, you can't, when was the last, you know, okay, it's, it's news when somebody goes to Target and finds figures on the shelf. They post it on Facebook like they gave birth. Uh, it's just, they're really, you know, screwing this brand up. We talked earlier for a long time about how things come out so late after the, you know, after the property is out, but oh, the other brands are not that way. And, you know, if if they don't get their act together, pretty soon we're going to be buying Star Wars toys in that special section of Target back by the video games, you know, with the specialty figures that nobody really wants. Or, you know, Walmart even has that section. It's not going to be in the toy aisle because they're not making toys anymore in a timely manner that people want to buy. So, I mean, that's my rant and that Rancor exemplifies all of that. And that's. You know, it's been building up to this point, but it just blew up in everybody's faces last month with this HasLab thing. So that's that's my pick. You know, you Matt, you 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 put something out there that made me suddenly realize that maybe, you know, I didn't get a chance to talk about the Rancor last time, but you know, maybe it's the repaint fatigue that really hurt the Rancor with its tears. It wasn't so much that these are reissues or repaints. It's just we've had so many reissues and repaints that it was like that fatigue that really killed on those um tears because i felt like the tears were fine but you know but again it get yeah i think maybe it gets in that fatigue i, I think you you've got that yeah yeah no i mean it definitely plays a played a role in it yeah absolutely i think okay uh chris what was the worst star wars toy of 2021 Oh, this isn't going to be too predictable. But man, Matt, Ryan, you guys just nailed the the ale on the head. I mean, and I, and I think for me, you know, like my problem, my, my problem with the oversaturation of Grogu everywhere goes into that fatigue of just I'm tired of seeing, and it also gets to the you can't get product to the shelves quick enough. I mean, it was a year late. I mean, but I mean, I get why Lucasfilm held that back. I mean, that was a big secret. And and, and there's no excuse for a lot of other things that are like background characters. You could reveal, you could show that to your licensees, even if they leaked. No one cares because it's a minor thing, you know. Um, yeah. But. For me, it's it's all the Grogu stuff. I just I want to walk into a Star Wars oil aisle and see something that isn't Grogu. 
And nine times out of 10, when I walk into a toy aisle looking for three and three quarters figures, there's none there, but there's a pile of Grogu's that I've seen for the last, feels like about a year now. It's just, it's always there, always there. And it doesn't go anywhere anymore. Unless it's like the big giant pillows at Costco, I guess. Those seem to sell, but I don't know. Those are my complaints, so... Okay. Jake, what was the worst Star Wars toy of the year 2021? I agree with many of uh, what you guys are saying about the Grogu. It's a, it's it is unimaginative at this point, right? Because right now you can get a Grogu that goes in a bag. You can get Grogu that eats a macaroon. You can get Grogu that talks. You can get one that walks and one that has a frog and one that has a bull and one that has a pram, right? I mean, it's it just flies. like in their yeah, it's just, yeah, <laughs> Ryan found one that flies. Um, and so it is It is the <laughs> ironic for a series that is well known for rebranding Vader a thousand billion times. For some reason, you know, um, it feels different, maybe because we got them over four decades, whereas here in the last, you know, 18 months, We've had nothing but one character kind of support this franchise uh, for the most part. And so that does become frustrating. You know, the fact that they they literally ignore every single thing um, out there right now in the toy aisle. When I was in Galaxy's Edge, it's still very Porg centered. But then again, that's a whole park based on the prequel, uh, the sequels. So kind of makes sense that they go Porg heavy. Um but yeah, it does become repetitive, unimaginative, you know, let, let's, you know, let's maybe just move on from this and find something, you know, to, you know, Boba is going to probably become all in your face. And the only thing you can find, maybe, you know, we'll see. But when it comes to the worst, as in, I think the most unattractive or not, you know, not uh, visually appealing toy. Um, I actually saw it multiple times. My son even pointed it out. It's like, what is wrong with this toy? There is a, a baby Yoda, not Yoda, but like, I mean, sorry, not Grogu, but an actual Yoda um, plush doll uh, in Galaxy's Edge. And it's exclusive to Galaxy's Edge. And he has a huge nose. And when you think of Yoda, does the nose seem prominent in your mind? <laughs> no, it's the ears, right? I mean, he has this little nubbin of a nose, just like Grogu does. So um, it looks like the big round clown nose. It's like that protruding and round and bulbous and just makes it look completely not like Yoda. It's crazy how you can just change everything about Yoda is the same on this doll, except that nose. And it completely makes it look like completely non-Star Wars, non non uh even remotely accurate. So that's what I'm going to go with some galaxy edge plush fat nosed Yoda. Okay. Thank you, Jake, for actually following the rules and picking an actual toy to I be the, the worst right toy now. of the year. <laughs> you picked a toy that was never produced. That's the worst right. toy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The worst. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. A lot of people picking on baby Yoda, you know, no, that's me. Even that's me. even though 
even though people are sick of him, I get it. But like he has brought brand attention to Star Wars that Star Wars has not had in a long time. I mean, people who I know who don't who's know who have no idea who most of the characters are. They all know Baby Yoda. My mom knows who Baby Yoda is, and she does not. She's not a Star Wars fan. So they have accomplished that. Um, okay. My pick for worst Star Wars toy of 2021 is something that retails for $80 um, on the shelf. I've seen it for $85 on Entertainment Earth. It's the, it's, a, it's a Hasbro product. They kind of made a big deal about it earlier this year when they released it. It's the Star Wars Galactic Snackin' Grogu. <laughs> and... It's expensive. It's $80. It's, it's, it's on clearance now. It, it clearly didn't perform as they had hoped. It's A lot of online retailers have it on clearance. I've been looking at it online. But uh, even at Walmart today, I saw it for 79 whatever Walmart charges. So it's still about 80 bucks at on the shelf. And what makes this thing so horrible is not only is it $80, the selling feature is Galactic Snack and Grogu, and he comes with um, food items that he could eat, like a big, like the the green cookie from the classroom scene, and like a one of those frog-looking creatures that he eats. The problem with the toy is that he can't actually eat any of this stuff, and even though his mouth moves up and down, none of these items can fit in his mouth. He can't actually snack on any of this stuff that comes with him, and I think that's a big problem. Like you're gonna. Buy it for your kids. You're gonna spend eighty dollars for Yoda for a for a Grogu who can't even eat the items he comes with. Um, I just think it's a big fail. I'm not surprised these are getting slashed by uh, online sellers because I don't know who has to who eats all the cash when these don't sell or when these go on clearance like this. But I imagine they'll be at Ollie's soon. So I think that was the worst toy I could I could think of. I, I could see that, Jason. I, I will admit I was shocked when I saw that toy listed on like mm-hmm. the, some of the must-get uh, holiday toy yeah. items list. I was like, mm-hmm. what? They I mean, really made a big Hasbro deal the, about that thing. Yeah, they sent out a big press release, and they were all excited about it. I remember they announced mm-hmm. it was coming, and then we get the press release, and it's like, that's it? What the heck? Yeah, and <laughs> what's weird about it is the mouth moves up and down. But the items don't fit in the mouth. That's stupid. Yeah. Like, if you're going to make something and sell it on snacking, then it better, it should be able to eat something. Because I could, I could see my son seeing that at the store and, and getting it home and realizing none of the food fits in his mouth and being quite disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So, yeah, that thing's a fail. <laughs> it's okay. as bad as the Chewbacca Furby from a couple of years ago. Didn't Jason love that? My wife, no, I didn't. I never said that. My wife, my wife bought one. Ah, uh, okay. And it, yeah, it's uh, it it's that thing's scary. Uh, okay. Okay, so let's go from worst to best. Uh, Ryan, what was the best Star Wars toy of 2021? Well, I I, I will stick with one item this time for sure. Um. You know, as I compiled this list, I look back over it, and usually I want to go with a figure or something like that. But in the end, I, I keep looking back. That that Black Series Mandalorian helmet is just too dang awesome. Uh, Hasbro's been knocking it out of the park with their their Black Series um, 
uh, cosplay type items. Um, I know Matt mentioned the lightsabers before. I wish I could afford getting some of those because they do look amazing. And I've heard that they are better than the Disney ones. But um, those helmets have just just been great the last few years. And I've bought a lot of them. And that Mandalorian helmet is just so stinking cool. Uh, I love how shiny it is. It, It looks perfect. Um, you know, I like the Vader helmet didn't quite look right. The the X-wing helmets have been good, uh, and they're definitely you know well done. The First Order stormtrooper helmet, it's a it looks just a little bit off. But man, that Mando helmet is just so dead on. Uh, the Boba Fett helmet's dead on too, but the Mandalorian is something brand new. We've never had this before too, and the shininess we've had for years of Hasbro not chroming anything. Well, this isn't chromed. Um, it still has a really good shininess to it. That's just amazing. I, I I think when I got that helmet, I wanted to just wear it around like every day. I, I know I had it in my classroom for a little while. Um, I built a brand new rack for my helmets, and I put that at the very top because it's just one of my favorite things out there. So I'm, I'm definitely going with that Black Series Mandalorian helmet. Okay. Uh, Matt, what was the best Star Wars toy of 2021? Okay. Um, well, I'm going with, and, you know, this um, – it's the the Emperor's Throne Room uh, from, you know, I didn't mention it during the vehicle and play set. I didn't pick it as my favorite vintage figure because I wanted to save it for this. Um, I love this thing. And that's just based on the, you know, I didn't I, either I didn't see the promotion pictures or I didn't pay attention to them. But just like when I opened it up and this thing folded out and I was just like, wow, this is, you know, awesome. I mean, I... I like the emperor. I'm kind of an emperor focus collector. I mean, I've, you know, got a emperor slash Palpatine dedicated area of my collection. Um, and this, you know, the figure, I really, it's, it's the best emperor figure they've done in a long time. Yeah. His robes are a little bulky. I agree. That's a problem they have with all the soft goods. They seem to not be able to adapt to that, but the face is, a perfect return of the Jedi emperor face sculpt. Um, it, you know, different obviously than the carded version of the figure, which is also really cool. Uh, but you know, they nailed that the throne itself is nice. I mean, if it were just the throne and the emperor, which is sort of what I expected to be in there with that, with the window backdrop, it would be great. But then you get, you know, this extra stuff and I'm on the record of hating cardboard play sets, thinking they're a cheap, way out going back to the going back to the vintage days but especially like those power of the force ones that people like for Jabba and for the cantina but this is it's okay yeah it's a little flimsy but you know it's just value added stuff so you know i've got this thing out part of my emperor display and it's you know just based on expectations to delivery sort of like the opposite of the lando figure you know this this hit it out of the park i love the figure i like the i love the throne and the whole presentation about it was just a very pleasant surprise uh and very welcome for a figure that you know is you know an important part of my collection so you know it 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 hit me in all the right spots so that emperor's throne room is my favorite thing of the year all right Chris, what was the best Star Wars toy of 2021? I don't know if it's a toy per se, but man, I really love that Royal Guard, that quarter scale. It is so big and looks so nice. I, I'm just 
super happy. And honestly, if I could only have bought one item this year, that's the item I would have gotten. Um, in the more the toy front, like if I if I just get one Hasbro toy this year, it would probably be the Blue Leader X-Wing. Um, that's something was just such a dead obvious should have been made five years ago. I, I don't know how that got dropped, but it got dropped. But I'm glad that we finally have it. It's beautiful. The Anton Merrick figure is is looks amazing, and yeah, just so happy that we have it finally. Okay. Jake, what was the best Star Wars toy of 2021? I'm glad Matt gave love to the end or the uh, the uh, Emperor's throne room because I too I I mean. I don't know what I thought I was getting, but I liked what I got when I opened it up. It was, it was, you know, I don't know. I was into it. Um, I think it's deceptively cool, especially with its little containers and reversible backdrops and stuff like that. But that's not my pick for best uh, figure of the, or best toy of the year. Uh, the best toy of the year is a toy I do not have, but I watched plenty of reviews on it. I've drooled over it. Um, it is completely out of my budget. And so I don't collect toys of this nature, uh, of this price point, unless they're three and three quarter and I'm five bourbons in. Um, the uh, Lego uh, Ultimate Collector Series AT-ATs, the $800 one. I think Matt is the one that has one. Um, that thing is amazing. Comes with eight minifigs, opens up, has multiple decks inside. It's like almost three times bigger than like one of the previous Lego AT-ATs. Um, it just it has all the bells and whistles, and it just looks amazing. Such an incredible looking build, and uh, that's got to be the best toy of the year. And I mean, that thing is. Take a look at it if you haven't if you haven't studied it closely and you like Lego at all. That thing's amazing. Matt, have you you haven't put yours together, right? It is still in the shipping box, and based on what my son got for Christmas, it's about fourth in line for Lego construction, unfortunately. So, but yeah, I can't wait to get to it. Yeah, it looks just phenomenal, and that's got to be the best toy produced this year because, you know, uh, most of our contenders so far are reissues at some point. <laughs> so this is something that's, you know, essentially a new a new thing. Okay. Okay, for me, I'm going to go with the Black Series 6-inch Jackson figure. Yeah. That's my favorite toy of the year. I don't think it looks necessarily better than the some of the other Black Series figures. Like, you know, it's not the best looking, but it's just amazing to have Jackson as an action figure. It's if I if I could only have one of the figures that came out this year, one of the toys, I'd take that. I don't, I don't know what it is about that figure, but it just it represents fun in a way a lot yeah. of figures don't. Like it, even to the point where you know we all pose our figures, we put them on shelves. You know, some of us take photography or write reviews about them. I actually took that figure on a road trip to the Oregon coast this past summer, and we went out 
crab potty and we went swimming and we I just brought him out and threw him in the sand and just, mm-hmm. you know, played with the toy, actually. And there's something about that figure. Maybe it's because he represents a fun time of Star Wars, you know? Yeah. In the mid 80s, that was or I guess that was he was early 80s or no late 70s. Shoot. Jackson, he was in the first arc after, right? He debuted yeah, I think issue seven, was, right? Uh, issue yeah. seven. So, seven. Uh, yeah, so, so. That would be like 78. 78, early yeah. 78, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah, it was just a fun time to have toys and wasn't, it was just a toy. I don't know. I agree with you. Yep, and I hope they follow it up with the three and three quarter inch version. Yeah, I do. Oh, that's nice. 100%. Mm-hmm. And the um, retro, my preference would be the retro collection. A lot of people are really fighting for balance now that he's in the uh, mm-hmm. canon again. So, yeah, be interesting to see another Marvel al- with, alum. With all the Disney shows coming, I, I, I kind of wonder if they would consider putting Jackson in in something. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised. Even if he was like a background character that you barely well, see, he was. Remember, he was in Galaxies of Adventure shorts. Was he? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. So he's yeah, entered. Yeah, just bought the annual comic book and the annual for one of those series. He's on the cover. Yeah, he's yeah. been on the – yeah, they brought him into the – yeah, he's been in the comic – back in the comics for, I think, a while. Actually, the first the first Marvel Star Wars 1 had a variant cover with him on it. Yeah. Yeah, the pushing open the door. But that's not saying much since there were like 175 variants of that first cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Right. I mean, an impossible amount. You could never collect every variant of that comic. Oh, I think Carlos did. (laughs) (laughs) And he's got the second mortgage on his house to prove it. Right. Star Wars comics. If you haven't checked it out, follow him. He's crazy. Yes, he is the source for comic books, for sure. For Star Wars comic books. For Star Wars comics. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. All right, then that wraps that up. And... Fourth hour of the show. Let's go. Okay, so my favorite part of the show where nobody actually commits to anything usually. Maybe I'll be surprised this time. But what is your what's your Star Wars toy prediction for twenty twenty two? The notes have it wrong. Twenty twenty two. Ryan, what do you predict? Um, I know what I'd like to see, and I think every year I'm very optimistic about this. Um. Maybe Hasbro's been getting to me a little bit. Maybe I'm just really angry at FedEx because they can't seem to deliver anything. Um, but uh, I, I'm going to predict uh, a whole bunch of carbonized figures, another wave of credit collection. They'll probably be the Boba Fett, uh, Book of Boba Fett credit collection. Of course, that means yeah. we'll actually have to put out Book of Boba Fett action figures first. Um, wouldn't that kill you if the first Book of Boba Fett figures we got were the credit collection? Um, <laughs> well, there's two know. right now, right? We get the there, well, there's, there's before we get the actual thing. Right, right, right. Yeah. There's a fen. There's actually one though right now, right? Fennec yeah. and there's a Boba Fett. Pre-paints. Right. Yeah, but the Boba Fett is Mandalorian. Right, but the Fennec. No, but didn't we pre-order? Didn't we pre-order oh. a deluxe? Well, Boba we pre-ordered Fett? one. Yeah, we pre-ordered but, lots of things. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I predict uh, a whole lot of repaint crap. Um, we'll, we'll get our Razor Crest. Um, I. Don't think there's going to be much in the way of vehicles, even though there's lots of great things out there. We may get one new vehicle. It'll be a repaint. Um, I hope I'm wrong on this, but I'm just following what Asbro's been doing lately. And it's so sad. I mean, for those of us who collect other lines, 
Like some of the stuff I've been most excited to buy this year has not been Star Wars. It's been Marvel stuff. Marvel has just some of the things that they have done for the Marvel Cinematic Universe is just amazing. Um, the What If series of figures was so cool. Uh, the, the Hydra Stomper looks great in that and stuff like that. The G.I. Joe line, I know it's had its own issues, but I just got the uh, the Alley Viper and the Bat. That Bat is incredible. G.I. Joe is killing it this year. I, that Bat is so cool. I, I, that classified line is killing it. I've never wanted are to back. G.I. Joe until I got that Bat, and all of a sudden I want to just keep yeah. buying tons of Bats. G.I. Joe's back to running on all four cylinders. I think so. And Transformers. I mean, I, I bought – I Ooh. swore off Transformers years ago, and I just yeah. I keep buying them. And I'm almost, I'm sticking to my guns on only buying stuff that comes from the, the 86 movie. But um, it's still like there's such cool stuff. And then I come to Star Wars, and it's just like there's a <laughs> lot of met. There's things that show up, like the latest Vintage Collection Wave. When I found that, it was super exciting because there was new stuff, you know, the new Bib Fortuna, new Lobot, uh, the Mithril, um, Bo-Katan. There was great stuff in there, but it seems few and far between. That's probably why I'm excited about this new wave of Black Series whenever it finally shows up and FedEx decides that it doesn't need to sit in, sit in Kent forever. But, um, you know, when we get new stuff, it's actually exciting. But Hasbro Star Wars has been so much of the same old, same old, the same molds, repaints, and that sort of thing. It is – it's tiring. And I, I don't think it's surprising that I've started buying, like, more Hot Toys this year and, you know, working on my vintage collection stuff and even buying prototypes because it's something a little bit more exciting than a Mandalorian repaint or, you know, anything like that. So <clears throat> um, I hope I'm wrong, but I'm going to predict more of the same, that we're just going to get more repaints and not much new and not what we really want. And that's unfortunate. Okay. Uh, Matt, what is your prediction for 2022? Well, I mean, beyond the obvious, you know, repaints and things like that and, you know, new figures trickling out and maybe by the end of the year, we'll start getting some book of Boba Fett stuff. Uh, But actual like predictions, I think they're going to give HasLab they're going to tee up another HasLab, and it's going to be something that they will – I don't know what it is, but it's going to be something that can't fail. It'll be, you know, original trilogy or Mandalorian, or maybe there'll be something that comes up in Book of Boba Fett, uh, and it'll be awesome, and it will find – Maybe Yoda Pram prop. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah the, the Black Series Yoda Ram, like life and we're gonna like crowdfund one for Chris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <there you> go. <laughs> but yeah, I mean I think you know maybe they'll announce it at celebration, maybe it'll be you know, Comic Con or something in the fall, but they will put another Haslab out and it will be something so amazing that you know, just to get that back on track. So that's that's my prediction. All right, Chris. What is your prediction? Prediction. I will predict the Razor Crest will show up after March. I will predict the retail will continue to suck for figures. Um, Pre-orders will only increase. Collectors will still complain, and FedEx will still get packages stuck in Troutdale. (laughs) (laughs) Collectors will still complain. That is for sure. Oh, and... 
Hasbro's marketing people will continue to use their marketing talk to an annoying level, which I will parody every chance I get. Uh, I will find more expressions to share that frustration. Well, fans are really excited about these expressions. Yes. (laughs) And they can't wait to bring you more. Well, that's my expression of my predicted expressions for next year and let me fake my enthusiasm about it while we're at it so Uh, okay um jake what do you predict for 2022 man i feel bad because i'm just full of more sour grapes unfortunately (laughs) um yeah no i think uh, you and i used to be optimists (laughs) right no i know i still here's the thing i still I still want to believe I, I know, still I, I still love most of what I get. It's just what I'm getting is not always what I'm wanting. And and it's, you know, I, I don't know it and go on and on. But, yeah, you're right. Um, but I think, though, just tracking the progression, tracking where we've been at the last few years, stuck in kind of this rut. I'd say we've been in a rut personally from action figure perspectives since The Last Jedi. I mean, following The Last Jedi. Last Jedi was the last time we had something that was thriving in regards to an action figure line. Um, And I know there's people out there that are screaming at me because Vintage Collection is the end-all, be-all. And we all know that I like figures and I don't care what kind of card backs they're on. So that that doesn't mean I hold Vintage Collection, you know, at a higher level than the numerous lines that came before it. Um, but my predictions are, um, and again, you guys should go check out if you haven't already SWTVC on Instagram. They do a great job of, uh, comparing black series to vintage collection. These guys are all about, you know, promoting the vintage collection, trying to keep it alive. And, mm-hmm. and they do tons of stats and all sorts of stuff. Right. And they have a good podcast too. Yeah. So, yeah. So check that out, too. I'm one of their biggest fans, but I'm probably also one of their least favorite people because I don't I want figures and not necessarily on vintage collection cards. Right. I could be happy with Mm -hmm. a full five POA and that's not, you know, their branding, but I still love the passion. So um, I'm very much in support of them. I just want more figures than I'm getting because we're bound by the rules of the vintage collection and vintage collection has these strict rules, apparently that I just wish we didn't have, um, which well, keep it. Now, but Jake, now they, now you can put it in a box and break some of those rules though. Right. 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 Well, then, then put a beast in a box, put a midsize or a small vehicle in a box, put, put a, you know, uh, a diorama in a box, you know, then mini then, rigs, right. Put, if we can do that, then put uh, a little box with a pack in on the card. Then, I mean, I just want, I want the lines to be more, what they've been in the past, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I think though they, they did a great thing, but I mean, this line vintage collection alone is almost half exclusive and black series is more than half exclusive. And I don't know how a line could survive when so much of their product is locked behind retailers, right? If people don't have access to all those. Plus we all know that they sell out in minutes and seconds, depending on who, what retailers. So, we were talking about other lines that we started collecting over these last year because Star Wars has kind of been, you know, difficult or not as fun as it's been in the past. 
Um, I just look at Marvel, uh, not Marvel Legends, at, uh, Masters of the Universe Origins and how great that line is and how only they have two or three a year exclusives. That's it. Two or three, not, maybe. You're What's not that? wrong there, Jake. That line actually made me buy He-Man figures. I bought three of those figures because they're so cool. The line is amazing. Mm-hmm. It keeps new product in retail shelves. For the most part, you can find all the figures. They put out vehicles. They put out beasts. And again, their exclusives are reduced to maybe three, four a year. And so that, to me, means kids and collectors and anybody can go into the store and typically find stuff. My, my son loves He-Man figures now. Well, he's isn't it great that you can it. buy them? Yeah. Find oh, yeah. He's, he got and go and his birthday's store? coming up. This birthday's his birthday's coming up. He's getting the Land Shark. Yeah. Um, Faker. Fisto. He's he loves. You know, I was for, at first I was buying them for me, but once I realized how much he enjoyed them, I'm kind of just getting them for him now. Right. No. Exactly. He loves them. Exactly. Like you know what I liked about it? I liked that I had the comfort and the ease. To be able to tell my family, hey, when they wanted to get me something, I'm like, well, you know what? I need the Land Shark, I need the Wind Raider, I need the Deluxe, whatever. And they went out and got me the Land Shark for Christmas. I didn't have to like buy it the second I see it and grab it and walk with it, guarded, hugged tight to my chest in case another collector strips it out of my hands while I'm checking out. You know, I don't need to like buy it on site. I know it'll be there. And that's the magic behind that line. It's still populating the toy shelves. I really enjoy being a toy shelf collector, a toy aisle collector, as opposed to a pre-saler, you know. Um, but I do I do predict that Hasbro's not on that Mattel side. I predict that they are going to increase their exclusives, which means the prices will continue to rise. We just bought what, for the most part, looked like a basic figure for $26 um, with that Mandalorian, or the Book of Boba figure. I think because exclusives are going to be a majority of the game, distribution gets worse. Um, and I think pre-sales are the no- new norm. I don't think those are going along, going away anyway. They're here for the long term. And I think it's going to burn some longtime collectors out. I think we might see some... Exodus, if this continues at this level or gets even worse from this level, we're going to see people that finally just throw in the towel because, you know, they're overpaying for reissues and they're hard to find in the first place. So that's not fun for anyone. That's not keeping the spirit alive. So that's that's my figure predictions for next year. Now, for Star Wars overall, I think Boba will not be Mando when it comes to the series. I think it'll be popular with some, but you already see some people kind of going, and eh, I don't know if this is the same thing for me. You know, I don't think uh, I don't think uh, all the people that tuned in toward the end of season or second season of Mando for Baby Yoda are going to continue with this, you know, character in this story arc. Right. I think it's going to lose a demographic. So I don't think Boba will be Mando. I think Andor will be a sleeper hit. I think Kenobi will be the best of the year. I think we'll continue to see projects canceled. I think Star Wars will kind of get into a lull because once you start to outside of Disney Plus, everything else, Star Wars is going to lull. I don't think the hotel is going to hit as hard as Disney wanted. I think the publishing isn't doing the best with the High Republic, and so they're going to have to change something new. I think even Celebration with its lotteries and its 
you know, um, whatever COVID looks like during celebration is going to make it a little less than, you know, what it has been in the past. So I really think this year could be a lull in Star Wars without a movie, which then brings more toys and products to shelves without Happy Meals, without food promotions, without, you know, all that hype that surrounds a film. I don't think it's going to be a banner year for Star Wars. That's just my ongoing well, prediction. I mean, that's what I was going to say when, you know, it's like it's becoming clear that Star Wars is a movie property. And, you know, we're going to get stuff when there are movies. And unfortunately, I have no idea when we're going to get another movie. I don't think anybody does. I hope I hope they let us I hope they give us some solid movie information at Celebration. Like some solid not we're developing this and these writers have come on board and that kind of stuff. Like a like something real because they kind of faked us out there with Rogue Squadron. Well, they short of actually out. starting production, what is solid these days for Star Wars movies? Right? I mean last year I thought Rogue Squadron was solid. Like they Made, made it seem like it was coming, and it's not. It's they not made a coming. teaser for it with the director. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they made animation in that. I mean, it was, it I'm, was I'm disappointed on yeah. that one because my son and I have been talking about it all year. He was excited that was going to be his first Star Wars movie. He's, you know, he loves X Wings and Tie Fighter. It's, I'm, I'm irritated that they did that. They don't know what to do. They and now look at, they think Rogue Squadron and Solo were failures. Uh, they don't seem to have the courage to do another trilogy. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who was driving the bus. And until they get, you know, it's a movie franchise. It's not a. I mean, the TV shows are great, but you know, so are the Marvels franchise TV shows. But they're still making movies. But if you yeah. think about it, the movies are great. Because, I mean, sorry, the TV series are great because of the movies, right? Yeah. It's kind of like what the Marvel stuff is doing. Those TV shows are phenomenal, but they're advancing the stories of the characters you love in the movies. And so they're trying to reverse engineer right now because, I don't know, it's cheaper or I don't know why. But, you know, Marvel can put out four or five movies a year. Star Wars, you know. It isn't doing that. They struggled if they started with money tomorrow. Here. It would be two years before the movie was out. Yeah. Correct. And they're not Correct. starting tomorrow. So no, unless they've been filming twenty five. Unless they've been secretly filming Tales of a Jedi that we just discovered on a <laughs> Lucasfilm employee. Gift I think that's an animated ago. show. I think that's going to be an animated show. I would hope so. Just, and, and I hope it follows Dark Horse's aesthetic because it's yeah, way, different. Cool. way different, way different from any cool. Star Wars. Because even when they did um, Knights of the Old Republic, it the, the aesthetics, even though it was thousands of years ago, it still felt like the prequels. The clone troopers, like they had clone troopers, essentially. It just everything seemed, whereas the Dark Horse art in that early 90s comic was something that was so different from anything that Star Wars has ever been or was up until that point. So that's where I want them to go. Really embrace that dark horse design because that was just great, great fun stuff. But we'll yeah. see. No word on great that. Serious. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, for the fifth year in a row, my prediction is that we'll get a solo 
Black Series Darth Maul figure. I predict this every. I predict this every year. I I it I am it boggles my mind that they have not done that figure. That is like I yes. I can't figure it now. I know within the last year or so, or year and a half ago, Ray Park had some unfortunate Instagram shenanigans, and maybe <laughs> maybe they don't want to do anything else. Maybe they're done with. No, him. they just released the, the, the I almost Maul. put the Darth Maul Clone Wars figure at the top of my list. Yeah, yeah they just but, did but one. Clone Wars but Clone Wars Darth Maul isn't Ray Park Darth Maul. Oh, yes, it is. It's, it's, is. You could he, do a little he, bit of re-sculpting and turn it into a solo figure. No, he, Ray Park, they had him come in and do all the yeah, capture yeah, yeah. But, for the but, fighting. But, but there's no he's he there's no image of Ray Park in it. It's it's not him. <laughs> Maybe based on his movements, but it's not Ray Park. The solo is definitely Ray Park and uh, you know I don't I would never want to talk about what happened on his his Instagram <laughs> account, but <laughs> we just had that kind of show. But um I I hope that hasn't soured Disney's view on doing or Hasbro's ability to do a, a solo Darth Maul figure. It's I want that figure more than, you know, that's like so high on my list. I mean, that with the 10 or 12 Rise of Skywalker figures that we need. But um, what Disney does is they put distance between them in controversy to the yeah. point where they let media of other things happen and then they slowly bring it back or separate entirely like john lassiter hey he's gonna go on a sabbatical and he never returned again so they 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 distance themselves and then they either come back you know i think they're right Uh now we're distancing ourselves from johnny depp and then wait until everything cools over and then we get another pirates movie or we'll never hear from him again you know yeah Anyways, um, so the my other prediction is that um, oh here's my other prediction. We I think we may have already mentioned this on the show before, but I think that like the droids figures we got this year um, in 2022, we'll get similar Ewoks figures where they'll um, recolor some existing molds of Ewoks and put them on an Ewoks card with a coin. I like that. I think, that. I think that will be next year's thing. I don't think they're going to expand the droids line much. I, I can't see them doing another wave of it. They've done C-3PO and R2-D2. I don't, I don't see them going much further with it, but I do think there is a chance we'll see Ewoks. That'd be awesome. That would be. That'd be awesome. Did. That would be that, that another uh, tri logo card would be, then complete with merge yeah. with Kenner. I don't want the Tri Lego card. I want the I want the US card. Do, do you think <laughs> we'll get any anniversary type stuff next year? Uh, we've got a few anniversaries next year. Mm. It's the 45th of Star Wars. It's the 20th of Attack of the Clones. And I no, you know, I would the, love it. I would love it if they went into Attack of the Clones. Yeah, it's it's, it's the fifth of it's, uh, it's, Last Jedi. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a very <laughs> I would. It's a Last Nicholas, Jedi's it's, fifth anniversary. Fat the yeah. year, the year of the fat. You know what they should do is at least get out a Dooku in the vintage collection. Oh God, yes. I mean, yeah. at minimum. 
for the yeah. 20th anniversary, they should do that. They don't even have to re-sculpt it. They've got a great sculpt out there already. They could just yeah. Slap and it out there. we really need the the Padme uh, Geonosis Arena on a vintage card. Oh yeah, yeah. I agree. They, they could do a little mini torn or not torn. <laughs> uh, both. <laughs> we'll buy we'll buy them both, right? Have a little well, secret panel just like three PO where it pops yes. up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or no, uh, they'll just have a. Uh, it'll be soft goods, and you can change her shirt. That's totally what they're gonna do for us. Tear away clothing. Yeah. <laughs> we're I'm slowly working through the Star Wars movies with my son, and we're up to Attack of the Clones next. So wait, mm, that that's the second scared. one. <laughs> no, we started with A New Hope. Thank you, you Jason. Right. My yeah, faith is right. We went a new hope. We went a new hope. Empire Jedi, and then we watched the Phantom Menace. Attack of the Clones, and then Revenge of the Sith are a little scarier than yeah the the other movies. I think so. We'll see. I predict Obi Wan Kenobi is going to be amazing. I predict Boba Fett's going to go out with a huge bang. I think it's going to be. I think they're going to amp up to something big. I know this first episode was kind of eh. But I, I think I don't I think they have big plans for all their TV stuff. And I think Boba Fett, something big is going to happen in Boba Fett. I think I don't think they're just going to let it be mediocre. I think they're going to go all out on something. I don't know what, but they've gone pretty big at the end of both Mandalorian seasons. So it wouldn't mm-hmm. surprise <laughs> Yeah. Like Han Solo, Chewbacca. Yeah, I mean, people big. have thought, you know, like like they used Luke and Mandalorian. Maybe they would put. Harrison Ford into Boba Fett. That There's if rumors. done well, if done well, I think it could be cool. But do we want Disney series just to lead up, like, because what that's setting a precedent that <laughs> each series just leads up to a cameo from the people yeah. you really like. You yeah, know? well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I that's it's a dangerous that slope, right? Yeah, right, yeah. right. It's going to be another every, than, and then the Obi Wan series will lead up to a Leia cameo, right? Like yeah, or each Andor series will lead yeah. up to a, and then and then they'll announce a series with just the big three, all CGI. Oh God! <laughs> right? Oh. They'll do heir to the you know heir to the Empire with CGI Luke, Leia, and Han. I mean, I. I would watch I'd, Air to the Empire I'd watch in a heartbeat. So, <laughs> I mean, I might complain or say it's horrible or it's like a bad idea, but or disrespectful, but I'd still watch it. Yeah, I'm there opening night. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I, I'm really interested to see how they're bringing Hayden Christensen in and Kenobi. Um, yeah, I'm I, very interested in that too. I, yeah. I I got a chance to meet him a couple weeks ago at Emerald City Comic Con and got his autograph. And he's sitting there. He was wearing a a Kenobi um Kenobi stunt uh, cap, and awesome. I was like, mm-hmm. that's interesting that he wear that. But um, well, they already said they, no. They already said in the promos that in that promo teaser they said Obi Wan Ewan said. It's great to gonna see you know them to get a swing at each other again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm just Break curious to see with Star Wars. You know, they <laughs> specifically brought Hayden Christensen back. I mean, if it's just Darth Vader, they could bring the actor that they used in Rogue One to do Darth Vader again or whatever. You know, they they don't have to have Hayden Christensen in, in the armor, but there, yeah, there's a reason the they back, brought Christensen back. Back to 
back to chamber no. maybe? No. Well, I think no. I think what we need to do is what we have it in our mind based on all the media that's ever been made that Vader always wears his uniform, right? He's always in his suit. It's his life support suit, whatever. These shows take a character and flip expectations. And so like when they gave Anakin a Padawan, that wasn't right. That wasn't correct. And now it's the norm. So I think there is a possibility that Vader could, and this is blasphemy. I know, Ryan, don't choke me through the force here, that you know maybe there is a time where he tries to embrace not wearing a helmet. Maybe he walks around the bridge without his helmet on. To, no, no, I'm don't just, say that. No, 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 no. Just Jake, you're they, off the show. You're they off the show. Just, they just tried us. No. This is oh, challenge your expectations. It's new thing, isn't it? Yeah. No, this Jake, is, I'm just Jake, saying, they late, challenge your expectations. Anakin never had How much had have you had to drink on. tonight? That's a horrible idea. I, it, I, I'm not saying it's a good idea. I'm just saying... <laughs> This is what they do. Why do you think Boba Fett would walk around with his helmet off? That never existed in my mind. You're right. I would, have said that's a horrible, I would have said that's a horrible idea years that's ago. That's a horrible too. idea five, ten years ago. No, Until Boba, you saw Django Fett doing it. Well, yeah. I, that's different, though. So I we mean, knew what he was supposed know. to look like underneath the helmet, and then it made sense. I, I you know, Right? There, there are things that they could do to go, oh, that's not what I ever thought, but then they'll do it enough, and you'll go, hey, okay, yeah, I mean, all right. These horrible uh, ideas are making Chris want to get off the call. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Just I, want to, I want to thank everyone for being on the show. From Vendoms to Black series, Vintage to Modern, he collects them all. Mr. Bizey on YouTube. Ryan, thank you. Thank you for being here. I should have some videos going here again here soon. Once I get that uh, Black series set and kind of get things rolling, I'll, I'll be able to to get some more videos going. I've been a little little dry on that lately. So, But right. thanks for having me. I was really glad to be here tonight. I'm sorry I missed the Rancor... Uh, um, what would you call it? Rancor sob... No, it wouldn't be a sob party. Nobody's really sobbing about it, but the Rancor failure party that you had last time, I guess. The wake. Yeah. The wake. Yeah, the there wake. you go. Yeah. Nobody was that... No. No one teared up over it. Which which I think is ultimately what you can look at with that is yeah, it, why it failed. Is nobody was really upset that it didn't make it. But, no. Yeah. no. From the original This Week in Star Wars, Matt Fox. Happy New Year, everybody. Be back in whatever year is next, 2022. Uh, always a pleasure. Uh, interesting to hear what all you guys thought were good and bad and how I was wrong. So <laughs> hopefully we'll uh, we'll be back soon with, uh, you know, move on to whatever the next uh, the next, the thing next is. pre-order is. Yeah. The next big pre-order show. We should just start calling this the pre-order yeah, show. Yeah. That's what we talk about. Pre-orders. Galaxy so we got it. We got a pre-order. Uh, yeah. Next day. Oh. Galaxy uh. of pre-orders. Yeah. And, well, we got to keep working through the chronology too. So to whatever's whatever's power of the right. force too. The power of the force wave yeah. one. Oof. All right. We'll probably get Tom back for that because he actually wants to talk about those. And then Emperor's Royal Guard collector Shornier, Chris. Thank, thank you, Chris. Thanks for having me. Happy New Year, guys. Everyone Happy out there, get some sleep. Yeah. Thanks. Good night tired you know it's like almost 1 30 a.m for me <laughs> <laughs> but you don't work tomorrow so it's good 
I know, but I still got a. I got kids and stuff. Yeah, kids don't don't sleep in. From Forlom to Zuckus.com, Jake Stevens. Thanks, Jake. You're very welcome. It's always it's always fun to. Uh, <laughs> you know, here's the thing. We struggled with the bad, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing, though. And at some manner, it, it's a good and a bad thing. It's good because we're, we're liking the quality of things that are put out. It's a bad because there wasn't as much stuff to be put out to qualify for the bad list. So there's a there's a weird side of looking at it. So, yeah, very interesting. But Happy New Year, all. All right. For Galaxy of Toys, this is Jason saying goodnight, but not goodbye. Just one more round, friend. Then a homeward bound, friend. Don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend. And then so long, friend. The nights get shorter, it seems. Just one more rhyme, friend. Yes, it's a crime, friend. But you know time, friend. Time can fly. So it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye.